All right, uh, guys. Uh, so welcome to Wave Dash Twelve, which is all about um, boy on bike, i.e., Huarang. And today is an all UK crowd, and uh, it's really good to see some old faces in here. So I guess I'll just let you guys introduce yourselves. We're just going to start from the left because everyone probably Go for listening to oh, knows who I am. Yeah. I saw, uh, and been on this podcast a million uh, bunch of times. Everyone probably knows who I am, but I did, in fact, play Quarang as the first character I ever played in Tekken, uh, together with with King in Tekken Tag uh, Tournament One. Cool. Yeah, I'm I'm Haroon. I'm I'm a UK Quarang like everyone else on this podcast at the moment. <laughs> uh, been, yeah, uh, started with T3 and went competitive in T6. Uh, late T6 and kept on going. I'm 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 an old man now, but not not quite encroaching the other the other two people. <laughs> <on this. laughs> uh, yeah, I'm 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 Kiwis, uh, another UK Huaring, uh, starting Tekken Seven competitively. I think I'm I'm the youngest on this podcast. I'm the only like yeah. Tekken Sevener. So uh, when they start telling all their stories, I'm just going to be completely silent because I have no idea about the past. Um, <laughs> Or we start passing something. out the word this original all <laughs> that story. Yeah. Alright, and I'm I'm Starscream. Um the oldest living howling player on this planet. Um, <laughs> facts. Grand, <laughs> facts. Grandfather of this. Uh yeah, no, I still dabble. Started at Tekken Tag One. Uh so or Tekken three even. Uh, but properly competitive uh, competitive at Tekken Tag One. So yes, yeah, Starscream. Awesome, and it's it's really great to have you um, and everyone on the show. It's 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 really great. Um, I guess you know the first question to jump into it is why do you guys play Huarong? Why is he appealing to you? Um, I've never uh, mained him. I've always kind of dabbled. I always thought he's like kind of you know a cool design, uh, fun to play, but he's just too much to wrap my head around, and there's there's too many variables to keep in my head when I'm playing him. Um, but yeah, as for you. Horang mains, um, yeah. What's cool about it? I'll let the actual Horang mains like like. Jump <laughs> yeah. in. I mean, yeah. Like, I, I started. I started playing him just because I thought he looked awesome. Like, mm -hmm. and I think he looked cool in like the Tekken Three intro and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let Haroon take it. Yeah, I mean, the Tekken Three intro was awesome. Where he's doing the the the, the cutters and stuff. But um, yeah, no, I. I I just saw him. I thought he looked cool. Started up, starting off mashing three 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 and four 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 like everyone else. Yeah. Um, like just flashy taekwondo kicks and the fact that like he's got the balls to just stand with his leg up and not block anything and, and <laughs> like that. Like yeah, it's appealing. So that's why. Yeah. Um, basically the same. Um, like Tekken three when I was probably like three or so i don't know i was very young um i saw this guy that looked really cool in a karate style outfit and you could just push one button three and just do a lot and i was like this is this is so appealing to me and then when second seven came out i was like i want to play this game competitively i just picked the character that i i remembered from from my youth and then i say youth like i'm old now <laughs> um, from when I, was, when I was younger and then um just just took it from there really no no real design choice i just just when i was a kid i picked him up and here we are now yeah so my my story is slightly different it's not 
because he had balls, I think is what Harun said. You like to come and put his leg up and he had balls. Um, I, I never, and I never really mashed um, with Harang either. It was, so I used to play, would you believe, I used to play uh, Zhao Yu and King uh, first. And we had this guy back in um, uh, Tekken Tag or One. Uh, his name is Harry. Uh, Yoshi player. If I say Yoshi player, he used to come in uh, in the arcade every week and he used to pick someone new and just do stuff with his with new characters every single week. And in one week, he picked Haorang. And back then, Haorang had this right kick counter, which gave like nosebleed stun. And I saw him do that. And for the entire evening, he was just winning, like doing nosebleed stun into just bare stuff. And I was like, I need to learn that character. And then, so I started, and there was, as you said, there was too many moves. Um, but then I watched um, uh, some Kung Fu films and, I, and they had some Taekwondo guys in there and I was just like, yeah, all of that together, I need to learn this character. So that's how I picked him up. I never started mashing up. I'm, I'm technical, so I'd, I'd go <laughs> meticulously through all his moves list and all of that jazz. So <laughs> I was never a masher. Yeah, 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 I was never a masher. I don't have those accolades, those mashing accolades like the rest of I feel like we're being shamed right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. I'm just saying, like, some people started with meshing, some people did. I'm, I'm on that side. So. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling in the accolade like that might be a bit fantastic. <laughs> I, I noticed a lot of you guys said you started playing him because he was this cool looking guy in a karate gi, and he's not wearing. A karate gi anymore you see like what do you guys think of his um te- tech and what well, his fated retribution redesign because it's quite a polarizing redesign is this the, the jacket that is on his shoulders and <laughs> never puts his arms through and yeah. the kind of crop top and then the jean with the chain well, it's well it's such a the t-shirt the T-shirt he obviously okay. stole from Ezzy's collection because it's a few sizes too small for him. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, it's very kind of just like anime boy. You know, um, I think some of his... I, I liked the... Before the new presets came in, I always used the red one. Um, I just kind of liked... I liked the color scheme of it, but... I wasn't I wasn't in love with it to be honest, but it was just like, eh, he looks different, it's cool. He has an eye patch, so he doesn't need sure. No. Go, go for it. Um But it's 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 okay. It could be worse, but I prefer to use like his presets now. Like he can use his Tekken 3 outfit in the presets. Um he has the he has the camo um shadow suit, which I can use on jungle outpost to confuse people, and that's the only reason I pick it. Um, my secret's been exposed now. People, you know, uh, people are going to start stealing that tech now, and it's fine. That's what the secret. What, due to every commentator calling it out whenever he does it? <laughs> I've seen him and Mario just playing it. Mario going to Souk, and Kawis just going back to Jungle Outpost with the camera outfit. And I, I, I go to character select first so I can switch outfits, and then I go to Souk. <laughs> I don't know. I never. I don't like the. I never liked the redesign. I remember one of our WhatsApp groups or something. I think I might be new. Haroon who had set, uh, sent me the picture of, of um, when they first released the eye patch and the jacket. And I looked. I was like, "What are they doing?" Like, I, I just didn't understand what they were trying. And this is before the story came out. So it's obviously there's going to be something with his eye. Mm. And I'm not buying what it was with his eye. Um, <laughs> Mm. So yeah, I was I was never a fan. So I, I always stay away from that outfit. Nah, no, nah, forget that. I'd rather use his um uh his other outfit, the 
the Tekken the Tekken three one. Uh, and now with all the presets, I always just go back to his Taekwondo um, mm. stuff. I, I, I can't stand that jacket over the shoulder hipster stuff. It's not for me, mm. mate. I think I think the yeah, iPad. I was just going to be like, I mean, th- when this guy first came out, uh, he was wearing assless chaps. So, like, <laughs> like, like I mean, Prince. It's, it's not like, it's not like he's always been like this, this master of, of high fashion. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, le- a leather vest, assless chaps, goggles, you know, why not? <laughs> And balls in their room. And balls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Anna players are looking for the, the balls, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say the eye patch is silly and the story justification for it is just absurd. But um, like, I've, I've built a custom around it. I've made him into a pirate now. And so I'm happy with that. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, because I know how they approached it. They, they, they were sitting around the table and they were like, how can we give him an eye patch? It's not we had a story, <laughs> let's give him an eye patch. It's how can we give him an eye patch? Let's put a story around that. Yeah. So someone in, in, in the Namco design team want, wanted him to have an eye patch. I felt like there were so many better ways they could have gone than a grenade to the... That just affected <laughs> the grenade. eye. Rest <laughs> 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 um, like, the eyes, face is fine. Localised <laughs> entirely. <laughs> like, he was fighting Devil Jin. You know, laser through the eye, that could have been something. Like, yeah. there, there were so many other places you could go. Yeah. I think they should have just made him a pirate. <laughs> Horang is now a pirate. <laughs> he's now a Korean pirate. After chasing Jin for so long, he's decided to take up pirates. <laughs> um, all right. So I guess let's let's go through Horang um, all the way from his introduction in. Tekken 3 to current Tekken 7 season 3 Horong and his his journey from absolutely terrible to okay like pretty good yeah pretty, that's basically it yeah oh wait um, wait hang on are we are we saying that is respectively are we saying that from Tekken 3 all the way to Tekken 7 it's been absolutely rubbish to alright because I'm not sure I'd agree with that yeah 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 pretty much when is he uh, like he's not all right uh so number one i think he's not all right oh no he's right now he's all right but um i think he wasn't tekken 3 he was rubbish just because his move list was so limited but in tekken tag i think he had enough um he didn't have a big move list but he had enough skanks Mm. to get him to make him a better version of Haorang. The, the problem with, with that is in the backdrop of all the other characters in Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag 1, he was rubbish. So when you're comparing him to other characters, when you're comparing him to other Haorangs, I still prefer... Like I still I still prefer the, um, the Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag. Just like the, the right kick counter, the, uh, the right foot um, on counter or his uh, back and forth on counter. Um, those things, I think were different for Haorang because he had very unique side uh, moves that would make you face northwest, um, always changing the direction you're facing, all those kind of things. Mm. And as a character design or a character uh, uniqueness, I, I think that made him quite unique. Mm. You know, you block something, that's fine, but now you're facing over, you're facing that way. Um, or you get hit on counter and now, now you're messed up this way. I like that, whereas now he's quite generic. He's He's... he's really been molded in with the rest he doesn't really have anything like that now hmm. Hmm. yeah i mean 
I think uh, yeah, I, I agree with with Ezzy. Like he was he was much more like I think the carrot the design that they took with him, like the direction they took with him. In some ways, like Steve took a lot of that direction from mm-hmm. Horang, and, and they they just made Horang much more of a um, like sort of aggressive flowchart character. Because a lot of Horang stuff, yeah, it was like pushing. It was like guard break stuff. It was like a powerful. Um, like a powerful stance sidestep like so he had like strong movement and stuff mm-hmm. so it's movement counter hits and guard breaks and if you think about it you're like a steve though yeah. that's yeah. that's where steve mm-hmm. is and uh that's partially why i didn't i just didn't really play rang as much after like tech and tag tournament like he's just I, again like i didn't really the direction they went with more was like more string archetypes mm-hmm. like yeah so so I was trying to think like what the character was like in like say Tekken th- so like say Tekken 3 for example um in this game he is fun and he is also like he's also is competitively he's grappled against the rest of the cast this is like Ogre in that game is incredibly good and if you played Twang in that game you'll just be like he doesn't have anything that makes him almost anything that makes him good in later games mm. he doesn't have back three he doesn't have just frame skyrocket he doesn't have down three four he doesn't have what he has is he has a hunting hawk which is unblockable uh and but even then that's way worse than ogres because ogre has uh, a hunting hawk into a guaranteed like running moon. super evil grab yeah yeah mm. Uh, he has a good low. Pa- he has a low. He can do low parry into just fr- into skyrocket, and his flamingo sidestep was good. And he had the the nosebleed thing that Starscream said. Uh, he couldn't compete at all. Um, and Tekken Tag Two, again, like he's still fun. He's got like movement. He's got crazy stuff. He's got the nosebleed ma- magic four. Uh, but he can't. He's got a, an, an insane two plus four grab, which they've decided to like now bring back as a yeah, weird did you throwback. Say, did you say Tekken Tag Two or Tekken Tag One? Which which Tekken? Right, Tekken Tag One, yeah, yeah. Tekken yeah, yeah. Tag One. Yeah. That, like, that was the other game where he had just a ridiculous two grab for no reason whatsoever with a free follow up. Mm. Um, yeah, he's still missing tons of stuff. He doesn't have his lows. Like you said, he doesn't have back three. He doesn't have just frame skyrocket. He cannot jab into flamingo. Um. Second four, they sort of build him out a bit more again. He now has he has down three four natural combo, I think, but it's only from left flamingo. One from and it was a low in yeah, yeah. So I mean, b- before you skip ahead, because yeah. in Tekken Tag One, I believe he had down three four special mid, but on counter yeah, yeah. it, it guaranteed um, right flamingo Full back strength. in three or something like that. Yeah, yeah. so um, yep. It, it was a threat, it, you know. It, it was a problem. I think it jailed as well. I think if you, I think you couldn't duck. I, if you the first I don't one. think it did jail. I don't think you it think did jail duck? on Tag and Tag One. It jailed afterwards. Okay, but yeah, I think you can duck. So, so I, I remember that um, the down three four on counter hit being a problem because mm. I mean you don't you don't hunt for counter hits with that move, but if it did hit on counter hit, and it was quite, I think it was there was visual cues to make it quite obvious yeah. it had hit. Um, but sorry, yeah, continue, good. But yeah, like just to, just to like give an, an idea, like so he has no back three, and he has his down forward two, does a nosebleed stun, yeah. So it, the character goes staggering backwards, and like uh, Starscream said, you could you could follow this up if the down forward two was like at really close range, with 
Ford Ford Four, you know, which is now running four, which would he would go hit them, he would go behind them, and you could do down Ford Two in their back or something else in their back or whatever. But it looked incredible. Mm. It was not guaranteed because you could fall escape the down Ford Two. So like, and the same thing with like his Magic Four. But the problem with this is that he didn't have down Ford Two and he didn't have back three. So. And the launching we didn't have launching down forward two mm. and so in like punishment situations the down forward two wasn't useful because people could just fall escape would would always be ready to fall escape it right mm. because so it meant that if you blocked say Mishima 112 with Warang your best punishment was back four for 28 damage mm. Mishima 112 exactly as punishable as it is in this game best guaranteed damage was back four mm. and, and back four is awful on hit isn't it well it wasn't back then but I mean I, I, I get your point I mean for me I'd always go for I mean and that's how I've always approached Howling and I think the reason why I approach Howling the way I do was um, it was always about movement for me because of the te- because of how um big his movement was in Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag 1 he had um, triple what they used to call his triple sidestep which was sidestep to the right forward and three flamingo which gave another sidestep and immediately sidestep to the right again and if the character you know if people press buttons you're in their back and you know um, just because of how big that you know how much of a of a um, evasive movement that was I always thought with Howering to punish one one two, I'd rather do the down forward two, and yeah. I always do. I always buffer the forward forward, and if I see they don't ground escape, then you get the forward forward four, and then you're at a perfect position to get something in their back because because of the distance. If you do forward forward four too close, then you're miles away. But because of the distance, you were in their back. Um, and if they if they fell down, and I'd always buffer the forward forward, and now I'm closer to them to do suck to keep their pressure on. Um, do one of his sick tech and tag two ground hitting moves. Well, all right, like, all right, fine. Tech and tag one, I mean. Um, oh yeah. But by the way, obviously, Ford Ford three did not hit grounded in this yeah, game. Ford Ford three didn't. That would be crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ford Ford three didn't hit grounded, and I think he did only have it was either while standing the second hit of while standing four four or down back. Four, I think, was the only things that he yeah, had. That, that was it. Well, you yeah. have to like switch stance and do the RFF four three or something like that, didn't you? Oh God! Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, his ground game wasn't lying on the ground for anyway. It's a fight <laughs> game. <yeah. laughs> um, yeah, no, he, he didn't have much in terms of um, ground pressure. Um, but yeah, it, it depends what we mean by by what which version is the best. If it means comparatively against Howering, that's one thing. But if we mean uh, whether he's able to compete at a high level in the game, that, that's a different thing. In Tekken 3 and Tekken Tag 1, Haorang could not compete. Everyone was so broken, Haorang just couldn't, like, he couldn't get in there. Haorang was just cannon fodder. Uh, in terms of the other ones, um, I still prefer, and maybe I'm talking about preference more than w- which version is better. Mm. Um, I still prefer the earlier versions just because um, he, he, was, he was a lot different. And I liked the whole... Uh, pressure through guard crush. Um, yeah. You know, if you're, if you're going to stand there and block, then before you know it, you're going to be facing in a different direction, and, and that makes people panic and then press buttons, and then that opens up his counter hit game. So, so I just like that. It was it was very it was very unique for for Howering, whereas he's lost all of that now. Mm-hmm. All of that's gone out the window. Yeah. Except maybe running four. So like know, for, running four 
weird stuff yeah, happens now. Yeah, and I, yeah. that's one of my favorite moves actually because of that is it because it kind of retains that old spirit of you you hit them and then they don't know what's going on the cameraman yeah. doesn't know what's going on <laughs> so yeah like, yeah, like the camera like should have been fired <laughs> <laughs> nah, they should have they, they should have brought that guy back he was he added to the his his constantly getting lost added added to the excitement. He was blatantly drunk. Um, the cameraman was blatantly drunk. He had no idea what was going on. But yeah, like so in um like for example, what what Starscream's talking about, like in in Tekken three or or tag, if you do backlash and they block it, they hold back after backlash. Forward forward three, left left foot forward, forward forward three will hit them in their back. It will turn around they will like if you hold back for some reason you will expose your back to Huang and they will hit you in the back. Like in Tekken Four, the first game they introduced back three, if you blocked backlash and you held backwards, you would get hit by back three. You would get launched. Uh, you could neutral guard the back three, but then he could do some next stuff which would yeah. put you completely back turned if you neutral guarded. So and these might these were like really fun mind games and but like Tekken Four, Tekken Four is the one where they started making him into this Horang because that was the one where they nerfed the shit out of his uh, flamingo sidestep. Uh, his counter hits no longer push people in weird directions. Apart, uh, backlash was the only thing he kept. Uh, the, the crazy like side turned. It all started to go away a bit at this point. Isn't this and you saw like now he had. Sorry, isn't this the first iteration where he got his uh, uh, jabs into Flamingo as well? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was jabs into Flamingo, back three, just frame skyrocket, left Flamingo down three, four. He's way more recognizably this character that we see Sorry. now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. He still wasn't very good. Like, he, uh, again, couldn't... He's still very incomplete, but he was so obviously better than he used to be. Everyone started playing him. Uh, everyone, sorry, everyone played him a bit more, and he's always just popular because he's fun and cool. Hmm. He's interesting, like whatever game he's in, he's always fun, cool, interesting, technical. Good players play him. But he was still trash. Like, hmm. I mean, you say that to me, even law. I, I think Howrang became more popular more more recently than that. I, I think I, I agree. You're saying Tekken Four is um, the genesis of the version of Howrang we see now. So I, I fully agree. Um, but even then, I don't think how, I mean, because Mad Dog Jin is probably the, um, the go-to um, champion for Haring. And I think that's when he started, uh, that's when he put Haring on the map. It was Tekken 4. Mm. And I don't remember there being a lot of Haring's. Haring's really become popular as of the last, yeah. as of Tekken 7. Um, even Tekken Tag, there wasn't that many Haring's. So there's everyone- something in Tekken 7 that I think has, has attracted more people to, to Haring. I think especially in like Korea, for example, everyone had a, everyone had a Horang. Everyone has had him, like, they never, they would never main him or they would never play him in tournament. But, you know, everyone would play the character and then like the new game would come out and he'd be way better and more complete than he was in the last game. And people would be like, oh shit, Horang's actually good in this game. Mm. And then like after about a month, they'd be actually like, no, he isn't. <laughs> Might have gone back to when did that cycle begin? Like the Horong cycle of every, Horong every comes game. out every every, 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 I mean, maybe no, like five. It started in 5.0. Yeah. It was the first game where it came out and he had so much stuff added in. He could like cancel into Flamingo from backlash. He had down forward two on normal hit. Finally, uh, he had 
what else did he have? He had like down back four forwards. He could do like his his down three four was more useful. Like that was when they added the mirror version. Or was it four Tekken four? They added the down three four for down four three stuff. Uh, no, so that wasn't Tekken four, or was it yeah. Tekken four? Was it Tekken four? I'm not sure. I can't remember. Um, but it was Tekken tag where they took it out and he got the the sweet bang instead. So. Yeah, so maybe it was Tekken 4 where he had... No, he did have it in Tekken 4, no? Because he became stringy as fudge. <laughs> so I think it was Tekken 4 where he had the, he had the, the down 3-4 and then down 4-3. No, they didn't, they didn't add the down 4-3 until like... Isn't it sure? Until 6. Yeah, yeah, until 6. Ugh, I, just, really? I just remember that. Oh. <laughs> it's horrible, horrible. Cringe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, 5 was the first one where he came out and people were like, he's so much better than he used to be. He must be good now. He just wasn't. Mm. Um... Like the, the the good characters in that game, like it's insane to think about if you look back at it. It's like he's still so much worse than he is now, and the characters in 5.0 who are good are ridiculous. It's like here's Farang. This character doesn't track at all to the left, and here's a character that instantly kills you for tracking left, for not tracking left. Doesn't even need to do that to beat Farang at all. Mm. And Steve, like he yeah. doesn't even need the infinite at all. <laughs> It's just an yeah. added bonus that he can instantly kill you for doing any major move. So his JFSR didn't track to the left in that game? or Sidestep left. It's never tracked sidestep left. Oh, it's tracked sidestep right, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So you could just go yeah, to, was... the, to the... So he didn't... If you, so if you sidestep to your left... If you sidestep to your left... Mm. Yeah, and then Steve... Yeah, I mean... Tekken 5 was... <laughs> Yeah, it was just another broken game. So, so maybe, yeah, I, I think you're correct. I, I think um, maybe that's why that cycle comes in. Maybe the cycle is less to do with Haorang and more to do with the rest of the cast. Maybe it's Haorang looks good and we think he's strong, but at the same time, everyone's playing everyone else and their trajectory of acceleration just outweighs Haorang to the point mm. where, oh, yeah, you know what, Haorang can't really compete with these guys because nothing really changes. Everything that was good on day one, is about as good as it is on day 10 but it's just everyone else has found so has got so much more that you can't it, it, it's not enough it's never enough with Howering um, also just that just kind of the shape of the character like he's never been great at getting in on people like can't get in yeah like dealing with like movement and pressure like his neutralism has never been particularly strong mm. like and that sort of, that sort of stays the same, like in every in every game, like like Feng, for example, right? In every game, the the the, the shape of Feng is that you cannot press buttons up on him in close at all because mm. he has ten thousand moves which will get out of everything. Mm. His own distance closing stuff is um is isn't that great? Mm. So even though like Feng, people are like, oh my God, Tekken 5.0 Feng was incredible. And the modern Feng like is there, but like the same dynamic causes is, is the same. And, and so the character has the same amount of success. Like Huang's problem is that like, he can rush you down if you just let him, mm. but neutral exchanges, he's kind of pants. Mm. And that is true. Even though like he's, he's been made so much com more complete within that shape. It's like there's someone drew a picture of him and they've just been filling it in over time. Mm. But, the picture but, like, remains, the outline remains the same. Yeah. Yeah. And all his changes have been so, um, 
incremental and conservative over the years. Has he ever gotten a tool that kind of fundamentally changed his archetype for a period and then it was nerfed or taken away or, or something? Was it ever yes. Scared about- yes. So, um, Tekken 4. Uh, we went to the beta testing of Tekken 4 and I'm not sure how common knowledge this is. The original Howarang had Jin's parry. Yeah, Jin's, Jin's parry of um, all of that jazz was originally given to Howering. Um, and I, I just think about that now. If they, I mean, then Jin came out and they were like, yeah, forget Howering's life. Let's, let's wow. just Jin. But I, I just keep thinking how, it, I think it would be more fair if Howering got it just because um, Howering doesn't have any, any like 10 frame knockdowns. Um, and if you parry something and you punish it with back in three, then you probably parried something which is quite significant. Mm. Um, and I mean, although at the time, by the time the game came out, they took it off of him. I'm just wondering what that would have done for Howarang as, as a character in general. Him having that now, uh, like just imagine parrying something and then just frame Sky, like that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and they just took it away. They just they just took it away and just uh, yeah, here's here's the version that you have, and we've had to put up with that. Outside that, I don't think I can't remember. Did he lose his launching downfall to at one point, or is he since he's got it from Tekken Five? Since he's he's, got always, it, he's had always had it. Had it yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, then no, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I do think every Tekken they try they do incremental changes that are supposed to be beneficial. Um, but they are they're, they're ever so small. Mm. It's always little things that um, you, he gets the crumbs. Mm. And I, I would I would argue seven's quite a big increase, though. Yeah, how, yeah, that was how, well, seven is how so jump. though? How so? Because for me, I think how rank changed significantly from tag. To me, I feel like I had to relearn how rank. I've never felt mm. that before. But for Tekken Seven, I felt I had to relearn him because his left flamingo game was absolutely gone. Left Flamingo was gone compared to previous Tekken. Yeah. So when I took, when I picked up Tekken Seven, I was like, "What's what's this?" I had to totally change how I had to approach a character. But I don't feel after coming out on the other side, I'm like, "Yeah, this this character is now so much better." I, I didn't feel that. I just felt, as Dino said, maybe the, the 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 outline was the same, and this time they filled in something else and taken away something else. So I had to relearn him, but he still feels ultimately the same. I can't say he's significantly improved. I I feel like with with Tekken Seven, Huang with all when whenever they change him in a season, they they try and make him better, and they 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 have made him better, but they they make him slightly more brain dead in the process. That's that's one thing I find about this Tekken Seven. Like season two, that's when they made RFS back three minus ten instead of minus fifteen. And then they took away the RFS down forward four launch, which was better. Um, season season three, the two grab into the guaranteed back turn four. Um, and then they just keep buff. They keep buffing his plus frames, like his LFS forward three being plus four now, CD three wall balance being plus four now. So you can't jab it. Like I feel like they've just made it easier for 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 Huaring to just go gorilla in in certain situations. Like he still suffers in the same way, and um, he'll still have problems in the same matchups for the same reason. But he just becomes more annoying to deal with for the general cast, which is what I found with the character. Mm. But I, th- I feel like. I think it's, I feel like it's lip service. I feel like they're like, yeah, let's throw these crumbs to the Howling players and they'll be happy. And we're like, right, he can do this. But then you put it in the backdrop of the game and it doesn't change anything. Like it, it, it's never enough that makes him a problem. Like mm. 
it's always it's always little bits that make this better or make that better and as you say it becomes little things that people have to deal with but then uh, it's either I think people just end up dealing with them and it just means that in in the grand scheme of things nothing changes and I, I mean I, that's that's not a complaint I, I don't want them to make Howring super buff and make him top tier I, I think I'll I, I don't mind this, I don't mind struggling along there, there are some points that um, I think he could be improved in um but yeah, they, they give him little bits, little bits of improvements, but it has been consistently little bits of improvements. I don't think over the last couple of tech ends, um, overall, I'd say it's been, a, a, they've done him a disservice. They, they have continually to, to given him more, I, I feel. Yeah. I, I, I think adding on to that point about like the change they give him is just like lip service. I think one of the best examples that was, I think, is it 3.31 or 3.30 when they made right foot forward back to plus four instead of plus two? Um, I it doesn't people, change it at all. Yeah, I saw people like, oh my gosh, this is plus four. That's crazy. The That's crazy. And I think JDCR was like, well, this is plus four now. And then he did the um, right forward back two into down forward forward. And he was like, oh, you can still step it. This is garbage. Yeah, and it's just got me. The only thing now is like, you just can't mash after it, which mm. like, there's no reason. Just the same way to do horror, um anyway, just step him and kill him. Um and you can yeah. still you can still magic four two in a row. So if he does back two back two, then uh, magic four. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, but I do I do feel like they've done they've put in the most effort in seven because I mean he he can't get in. So they gave him a forward forward four for an approach mm-hmm. tool. Yeah, um, yeah. Like yeah, um, and like in, in season three they made RFF. He, oh, he doesn't have a good high crush. I'll give him RFF back four so he can go under like electrics and Steve back four and everything and gets lo- launches them for it. And, um, uh, things like that, you know, just, um, I think Tekken seven is, is so, oh, yeah, so I, I don't agree with a lot of it. Like, um, I'm not saying it's inherently good. Some of it is, is turns out being poor, like the RFS overhaul, like, uh, going, going down three, four into RFS into like, 50 50 and everyone's brain turns off i don't like that about the character at all uh right now uh i i much preferred all the options he had before even though they weren't quite so rewarding you could um you could you could be a bit more methodical with rfs uh but they definitely they definitely from their point of view they saw it as a buff like oh he's got a homing sweep bank now that wall splats and wall breaks and balcony breaks and all the rest and he's got a minus 10 launcher to mix it up with and the, like to them the the reward is there but um They've just made it. They've simplified him, and and I don't agree with that. Uh, so, but yeah, I think they have. Like, it is a big change. Uh, some of it, some of it is uh, objectively positive, I guess, with the reward increasing. But some of it's just like um, it's just taking out a lot of the depth, and I don't like that. Like with the two throw, for example, I thought it was quite good uh, before because um, two throw you got really good oki off it. So if they got up, you could do the while staying three follow up, and and um, and you could punish them for getting up wrong. Now it's just switch my brain off and just mash four while I get this guaranteed damage. Um, so when they, whenever they remove these options, uh, I kind of cringe a bit. And and the thing with the, the two throws, or like the the four, the Oki afterwards is stupid. If you don't if you don't tech roll, the RFF forward forward three is guaranteed for eight close to eighty something damage. And then if they back roll, you hit them with running three into back three for a full 99 damage. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's, the, the obvious answer is just break the throw, right? But, you know, he, he does his back turn throw mix up, which makes it a complete guess. And then 99 damage for not break for, for one throw. I mean, 
Byron's one of the best grapplers uh, in, in Tekken right now, which is kind of weird. Well, he's always had good throws. And I don't think having good throws is a problem. I just think making the Oki brain dead after that two throw, which it used to be like injured Oki, you know, you might be able to launch them if they get up wrong, you know, knock them down if they if they get up wrong. Yeah, yeah I had to think about it. But now it's just match four. If they stay down, forward, forward, three. If they back roll, running three. And if they tech roll, they have to tech roll into the running three. And they're just sitting there now at minus six. Like it's, I, I just want, I just want to think again <laughs> after the two throw. But maybe that's part of what's increased his popularity. Maybe I think the average player doesn't want to, because Haorang is one of, I'd put Haorang up there as one of the more complicated characters with all the stances and the transitions, mm-hmm. and you have to know. What you're doing. I mean, with other characters, Tekken has a lot of generic characters that have a forward, forward, two move, got forward, forward, one plus two throw, a generic down, forward, one. Like there's, there's a generic sort of flow chart that they use to build up characters. So jumping between characters is quite easy. But with Howering, with all of his stances, mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to include his back turned, he's got like, is it like six stances? He's got left, left flamingo, uh, left stance, right stance, left flamingo, right flamingo, then back turned, left flamingo, uh, left stance, back turned, right stance. Uh, So you have to know so much and be so aware of what you're doing. And I think they just wanted to lower the bar with that. And, uh, and maybe that's what's made him more accessible and hence increased his popularity. Maybe they're tied. I mean, I think you do like, like, like we sort of said at the beginning, you do see a lot more ranks in tournament now, like, you, you you did before like basically it was just like izzy and then maybe it was maybe it was speed kicks like at some point or like one or but like it was only specialists and generally only specialists in the west you wouldn't see them in korean or japanese tournaments really much that's what it's like you know on a team tournament or something like master cup or something uh, but you don't, you now just do see ranks in tournament. Like I think, yeah, it's Tekken Seven. Like this is the biggest jump for him in terms of his his like popularity, mm-hmm. but, but also just his applicability. Like mm-hmm. he's just a, a, like a much more practical character. Like yeah, the stuff he got like forward forward four, backlash, uh, back and three and forward forward three. Now both hitting grounded, whereas in most games it's only one of the two. Like yeah, the sweet bang. Just frame skyrocket being made safe, like, and some of the buffs I think they've given him, like, are really, are really cool, and I like them a lot, like uh, the punch parry, and down forward three. Three is sick. The, the, the punch parry is lip service. We need, we need, to, we need to talk about um, about. We'll talk about. I think at some point we'll talk about matchups, and we will talk about whether that punch parry made any difference to Haorang's life made any difference to his life. I, I think one thing they could have done is just let him parry in Flamingo, maybe. That's, that's the only thing I could I could think yeah. maybe adding um, to actually do something, but the, the punch parry itself is it's okay. It helps against Steve sometimes, but... Yeah, but sometimes. <laughs> because, I mean, if you got... Because I, I remember uh, uh, King has his, um, his kick counter. So, uh, once again, on paper, if you think about um, King versus Howering... Um, everyone's like, well, King should destroy Haring because he, you know, he parries kicks. Um, but in reality, when you're playing a real Steve player, I'm not sure how what your guys' experience are. No one's grabbing my legs. Like if you're playing a real King player, like they, they, the ones that aren't really good, they try. They'll be standing there all day trying to trying to grab your legs, and you you kill them. And the better King players 
still don't try to, they don't approach Haorang like, let me try and grab his legs. So it didn't change anything in that matchup. That matchup yeah. is, it is, they still play the same. And with Steve, I think um, you have to use it to slow him down. But ultimately, you still can't press buttons against Steve. Like ultimately, mm. Haorang still can't do much. So you use it to try and slow him down. But if you try and abuse it, then you, you, you get battered. So in that matchup, it, it hasn't really changed much. So I just feel it's lip service. I just feel like, you know, here, here's a punch fire. You guys can't have buy yourself some nice rims. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. I quite like it though, because it's, it's I think it's quite unique because it, it recovers so quickly. So you can get away from, I think you can get away from Steve for free unless they anticipate it. So they, they need to give him, as, as Kay was said, they need to give him um, Bay X version where it's a problem at all times. It's not only LFF. It's I can do this whenever, mm-hmm. and then I think, then I think it's uh, it becomes a thing. It, he needs to auto jump in flamingo. He needs to have um, punch parry in every single stance, <laughs> and then I'll start. I'll start to be like, yeah, this this guy's yeah, they're taking him seriously now. So uh, one of my favorite pastimes when I'm playing the Steve matchup is is parrying the delay duck mix up on reaction. <laughs> it's just really fun. <laughs> Yeah, just seeing him sparkle for a bit and then going, nope. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like no, yeah. The rewarding, the reward isn't good, but I think, mm-hmm. yeah, the risk you're taking isn't as big as other parries. It's not the recovery is quite short. They, they tried to like, I think they tried to up the reward in season three by giving him downfall one three, obviously. Yeah. Um, but one thing, downfall one three is. It's okay, but one thing I've seen in certain matchups it means nothing. Um, one of the worst of the two Ds, um, Akuma just DPs every option except the power crush. Um, even if you jab DP, um, I think some characters can actually just. The, the only thing you can't do is mash, but someone likes well unless you're like Zafina and you do down three and then your your life is gone. But it's it's just an okay change. I like it after punch bro, but I feel like make make it do a bit more damage if anything. Because it does less damage than four three, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> so I mean, it's, I think it is. It's it's okay after punch barry. I, I still mm. prefer four four uh, four forward four after punch barry. Mm. Um, the only time I ever use down forward one three is if I'm in their back or in their side, and it's hitting. I'm I'm not trying to mix up with it. I'm I'm not that guy that's you know do it and then make them guess. No. Um, and I mean, I suppose we should be we should be happy because I think Bakes down forward one three was mid high. high yeah. Whereas this one's this one's mid um, mid, which is good and, and natural combo. But it's just it's just not enough. It's it's, it's not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> yeah, you've got some keys after it. You know, Alpha loves to do it actually. The down forward one three into the back one or the. Yeah, no, I saw I saw, I saw your matches. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> speed kicks a secret scroll. That's into back one. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I, I don't. I don't particularly like it either. Um, I, might, I might have been playing Gassane's Lee the other day, and I was like, I was telling him I'm going to do down forward one three. At the end of the round, you get a free ba- and you get a free down forward one on block, and and then I did down forward one three into back one, and he did jabs and died. They you, can't do anything about Leeds. you can't do anything about Leeds down forward one. Is you're saying it's, gu- it's guaranteed um, the back one gets yeah. uh, gets beat by it? 
Yeah, yeah. And you can't power crash through it. Yeah, you can't power crash through it because it absorbs and then blocks Mm. and, yeah, all that stuff. They added some other keys in in this season, didn't they? They, What what do you think of the, like, the RFF 3 forward, uh, 3 4 forward cancel now? Gimmick City. Seems like some bollocks gimmick, yeah. Yeah. Gimmick City. I say this, me and Harun plays, and I think I got him with, um, the three, four cancel, and then the parabellum kicks into launch, and then for the rest, like for the next hour, I was pissing myself laughing. But it's giving me. I mean, because anyone who knows how rang, I mean, yeah, it's because it's, it's, you can't use it in combos. It's literally meant to uh, to gimmickize that move. It's, it's yeah, it's just a gimmick. Yeah. That and who, like no one, no one like ducks it three, four yeah. anymore. One thing I've noticed, no one tries to duck it anyway. So the cancels you unless you're doing really? something. So if you're doing something like three, four forward cancel into sweet bang because you have the biggest balls on the planet, I I, I don't see like there's no reason to do it really. It, all it's done is like mess up my combo sometimes because when I do yeah, because like, you're holding forward by accident, I drop the combo. That's all it's really done to me, to be honest. Oh uh, no, the same for me. Um, when I started and um, he hit now has back and one. Don't ask me what I was holding back while doing combos. But then I'll be doing combos <laughs> and then <laughs> back and one will come out. I'm like, oh my God, man. Like, what, what is this crap? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I'm <laughs> doing the three, four. <laughs> and then he just stops and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> for the round, for the, for the grand. <laughs> for the grand. Um, I yeah, guess... I only... Oh, go on. I guess... I, uh, I, I was thought... going to say... Oh, go on, go on. <laughs> I was going to say, I only do back one by accident as well. I think it, I think it should be taken out. I think it should be taken out. I'm trying to block, and then I, I want to jab, and oh, here we go, back one, minus 14. But not minus 14. So I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Yeah, back one's one of those moves you see a lot at, like, an intermediate level of play. But Remember when it was the only move I used to rune? Yep, after <laughs> everything, yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I, got hit back one. I did a hit back one plus minus it didn't matter I just did that because it used it used to be counter hit knockdown yeah minus if 13 stayed, if they stayed down it actually you actually got a full combo for down uh, down back four um, and I was just like this move is is so good um, <laughs> I still think it was horrible but it wasn't so horrible <laughs> I was like this move is so good and I, was like, I was literally so new I didn't want to play defense I didn't know how to play defense back one was my defense that was I, I miss those days, to be honest. It's like all the opponent has to do is just stand there. It doesn't have to space or anything. He's just like, oh, just like be spacing out for a second and back one whiffs in his face and then he just then he just launches you. <laughs> uh, they made it minus 14 in season three, right? Yeah, minus, yeah. Minus, minus 14 on block, minus one on hit and took away anything it does on counter hit. It's yeah. a pretty major nerf. Yeah. Um, I guess let's let's move on to the next topic, which is in the current, um, you know, meta Tekken Seven Season Three. What are Horang's major strengths and major weaknesses? And leading on from that, what are his best punches matchups? and throws? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, dinosaur says, one of his main strengths, according to Dinosaur, is the fact that he can punish Rage Arts with just frame skyrocket. Um, if you don't do it, there's no reason to play Horang. Let me let me link this guide. True. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Trans punches, oh, throws, no. weaknesses, oh. vulnerable to being punch parry. <laughs> uh, people are tempted to use his kick sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Howring, king of taekwondo. 
one of his minuses are people attempted to use his kicks. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> oh, it hurts because it's true though. It's it's, it's annoying. I hate being called out in that guide by dinosaur. I, I felt attacked. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, don't, call don't out. get trapped in that vortex. Oh, got a call out using the kicks. Apart from Star Scream. Mm. You know why I didn't get called out? The <laughs> Thank you. Because I am not um, a victim of all of those things that you call people out in. <laughs> Godfather of, of how okay. In fact, I invented how ranks punches. I remember. <laughs> I remember. Playing Hour Ring so much and getting absolutely horribly counted every time I, go, I went anywhere near the three or the four button. That I sat down and I thought, what can, what can this guy do that doesn't get absolutely blown up? And it was his jabs. And to be fair, he hasn't got great jabs. It's just all he has is jabs. So it's not like his, his jabs are positive. It's just that's all he has. So... Yeah, don't, don't don't press kicks unless it's um, unless you're in a juggle. <laughs> unless you're in a juggle. <laughs> it's it's kind of funny though, though, because you know a character that is supposed to specialize in kicks has such weak neutral. You'd think that you know his kicks would give him range, and that would allow him to control range two pretty well. But nah, I mean, you know, he got he got forward, he, forward, forward, no, Sorry, go. On. Because he doesn't, like, one of the major things is that, like, ironically, he's one of the only characters without a magic four or anything like How does that make sense? Like <laughs> one old guy doesn't have a magic four. They, they took away his generic down four as well. He has he has RFF four four for his his magic four, but that, that's that's it. No, but everyone else has, like, ten, uh, uh, eleven frame yeah. magic four, yeah. like, launches or does something special. Howering, the kick guy... He hasn't learned it yet. <laughs> like, wait a minute, guys, guys, guys. I've got, I've got a four. Wait a minute, let me, let me just, just get into my stance first. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, you say that, be real fast. You say that, but I actually agree. Like RFF is his neutral stance. Like, why would you never not be in RFF when you're in it's neutral best stance? Yeah, like. <laughs> because you just block. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> 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 Just go back oh, into it. It's fine. <laughs> one sec, one sec, wait. All right, let's do this. Right? It's, it's <laughs> if you've got something that's not neutral, you're... <laughs> yeah, so in terms, of, in terms of his main... I mean, because we'll be here all day if we talk about his weaknesses. His strength... <laughs> I, I think his strength is people not knowing the matchup. <laughs> I think Howard can eat you alive if you don't know the matchup. Mm. More than other characters, I mean, I mean, how, if Haorang is close to you and he's doing all this stringy stuff, um, then yeah, you can get absolutely blown up. Outside, and I, I'm not trying to be pessimistic, I'm, I'm trying to genuinely work out what I would say, I mean, his power crush, yeah, I, I think we said his power crush, his, um, his backlash, that's a strength, I suppose, because um, how difficult it is to punish and what it means when it hits on normal or counter hit, so that's... Mm. I'd say that's a strength. Mm. Um, against more seasoned players, it's less of a... You can't really do... You know, they get hit less by it and, you know, they're, they're quite quick at punishing it, but that, that's probably one of his positives. Mm. Um, and, I mean, I think, Ari, you said about his Sparta kick being used to get in. Um, 
I don't know because once again, I suppose it depends on the level that you're playing at. Because if I try to use it uh, at character two or so, I, it always gets sidestepped. Mm. So mm-hmm. I get in, but I've just opened myself up to attack. So mm. once again, I think it's lip service. I think they've given him the illusion of something that gets in, but at, at certain, um, depending on your opponent. Now if, I, if I try that against Dino, all Dino, Dino doesn't press buttons when we're playing. All he does is just sidestep left, sidestep left, sidestep left. He just does that. It doesn't matter what hits him. He just keeps sidestep. No, 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 Come on, I, 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 I do the the correct thing. I sidestep to the direction of Harang's stomach. <laughs> That's <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> I always love that. I always love that meme. I'm like, sidestep to the direction that Orang's stomach is facing. I'm like, I just, I just imagine all these like new players who have started playing the game and they're just sweating. Where is the stomach going, man? Like, and he, he does like a jab into Flamingo and they're like, oh, is that way? Like, just go left. Man. Just go left. Always. No, but the R- R- RFS is scary though. Arvis pack three will hit you if you go left, right? That's that's like his only in that's like one of his only moves to catch you in trying to move that way. I think in RF yeah, in RFS, that's um, like one of the two most used moves in RFS. RFS. So he, be honest, I just block or backdash in that stance. Yeah, I mean, stance, I mean, it's not to, it's not to sidestep left and never block. If you do, if you're doing sidestep left guard, left guard, left sidestep left guard, just rinse repeat. Eventually, you're you're in his bottom, and it's it's just everything. Then it's like you just do anything to him, and it gets to the point. And one of the, I mean, this is this is my experience with Dino. It gets to the point where Dino doesn't press any buttons, so I start feeling myself, and I start thinking, all right, let me start introducing the kicks, and that's when the sidestep starts to work. that's when the sidestep starts to work. <laughs> so yeah, the, like uh, the backlash. That's it. Like backlash. Uh, like he's the, he does like he's got lots of like genuine strengths. Like mm. there's characters that you can still just run away from in this game. Like if you're really high on if you're really up ahead on life and you're against like Claudio, for example, uh Claudio is gonna have a really hard trouble a really hard time like winning a match back from a big life deficit because he doesn't have any scary lows. Like mm. the only scary low he has is one that Harang also has, which is size at four. Size set four. Like if you're just blocking and waiting against Horang, he can always bring the match back. He's one of those characters, he can bring a match back, and he can bring it back fast. Yeah. Because he can just run up to you, just goes down 3-4, down 4-3. Like, oh, shit. Just got knocked down and lasted. And that sequence sucks, by the way, and I don't like it, but yeah. it's there. He can, bring, he can bring matches back really quickly. But that's under the guise of him getting in. And... Yeah. If you get in, then yes. Yeah, no, it's a strength. It's a strength, yeah. I suppose. Um, yeah, no, he can. He can. Um, but once again, I, I suppose it depends on who you're pl- on the level of player that you're playing because seasoned people, I mean, they, they just they sidestep and all of your options kind of start to feel futile at, at a certain point. Um, the down three, four string is, is, is kind of obvious at some points, I feel. I feel... I'm not sure if it's telegraphed or it's just I'm dying. What's my options? And the only option, if you follow the flow chart, the only option you have is down three four, which just gets you um, low parried or, or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, yes, depending on the level that you're playing on, I think, depending on the level of the player you're playing against. I still think he's like he's like objectively like after to, to like run away to like not necessarily to like run away from like again he can like keep out a lot of. 
is it like he's he's gonna struggle to make a comeback on on someone like Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just not yeah, gonna yeah. get in. But it's not like a character where you can just beat him by blocking. The Steve is gonna have to press buttons to keep him out. Mm-hmm. Can't can't just run away from him to run the clock down. You mm-hmm. can a few other characters. Um so he he brings stuff back a lot. He's got like he's got really good damage. Um like he's decent in rage, like very good he's very good with balcony breaks. Like the right flamingo mix up by balcony and wall breaks is is really good. Um Yeah, so actually you're right, his his damage, his his combo damage um, if you ever get them up in the air, his combo damage is, is strong, and his wall damage it is against the walls. Um, he really hurts you, yeah. And his wall pressure. So yeah, if 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 they're by, if they've got their backs to the wall, and you limit their movement ability, um, you know, trying to get away from that is 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 a struggle. I mean, obviously, like we're I think there's, there's tournament. Say that again, sorry. Uh, no, with as well, back three is is really good. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean. And like Dianas also said, uh, down forward two against Marduk is is also one of his strengths. Brian, <laughs> um, I discovered Falcon Rod actually. Brian, down forward two goes under his jet. Mm. Yeah, then we we'll just do what? down for one, and you're in a four way mix up. Yep. Just <laughs> go under his down forward one as well. Situation. Um, the thing with um, back three though is that it's yeah, it's a great major whiff Punisher, but it, it's the same issue. Well, we compared Oscar with Steve on, on uh, last week's podcast in that Steve doesn't have great major whiff punishment, but his minor whiff punishment, his jab strings, his 2-1, his back 1-2 are all fantastic. And the type of whiffs you see at a high level of play are all minor whiffs. But Horang can punish big whiffs at back 3, easy peasy. But up close, all he has are jabs, really. That's yeah, jabs in the 4-3, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that, I mean that, that's one of his negatives. You're, you're, you're right, Kay, it's about the, the, the back and three. And um, sometimes you, you, you have to fish for it. And his, the range on his down forward two um, doesn't allow you to, to use it as well as a whiff punish. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. I think and one thing, I think when, you, when you see Korean Huarings play, um, very often they'll just throw out the down forward two, though. Um, because it's it's a safe mid launcher, so why not? Obviously, he doesn't launch crouches, but they'll just kind of throw it out. Um, but we talk about that. Like, like he kind of has up forward three plus four four as a whiff punish, but mm. it's like the the range in it is very deceptive. Like there were times you could be spacing that you think it's going to hit, but it's not there. And then you've this it's quite a big whiff as well because once mm. you finish the string, it's very slow. Recovery isn't great. Um, That's my go to. I, I prefer whiff punishing with up forward three four. Yeah, four three plus four. I mean, it's and it's as a fourteen frame punish is not the best. Um, plus, it's thirty damage and plus four on here. I think yeah. so. Not not the best fourteen frame. That's why one thing I say about worrying is when you're punishing, just do your eleven frame up until fifteen mm. because it's, it's, the other punishes just aren't really worth it. Um, and I think you know. I, Aside from Backlash, down forward three is another really good, really unique power crush in that I don't, there are not many strings like this, but um, ones where like the, the, it's a two hit string. And if you see the first one connect or armor through a move, you can just press four, down four, three, four to finish the string. Most power crushes just one offs. They're like one hit moves. I can't think mm. of any other power crush that does that. 
Yeah, there's no there's no two hitters. Uh, you, I mean, for for like confirmation on Power Crush, it's basically only two things which are even slightly like it are the Gigas Flex and the Akuma um, the Akuma Focus Attack. But that's more like the cancelled version than of Downpour yeah. Three than it is the the full version. But like, yeah, the full version. It's the only two hit Power Crush. I think. I think. Yeah, yeah they, I, I think they missed a trick. I think it needs to because when I when I season two that they made it a power crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Season two. Um, and I remember seeing, and I remember thinking, oh my god, I'm going to power crush something, and then rage art as a punish because you're in flamingo. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I remember getting so excited, thinking, oh, people are going to die in strange ways. But it 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 it, it doesn't um, cancel early enough, yeah. so you can power crush and you're back in flamingo, but it's so late that you can't really do anything effective. It, it, it depends on certain moves as well. Like one of, one of the, the flashiest things you can do with it is the, you know, the armored shoulder charge when they run towards you, yep. you can absorb that and then up forward four. And then that, that's something I, I just, it's fun. It looks cool. Um, that is, that is sexy. That's, that's yeah. why I'm glad they added <laughs> four to three and stuff to the game. Cause it is, that, that is, uh, and I, uh, is something which is unique and which also looks really cool. Mm-hmm. Like that is the that is like that was my classic example of what I, where I saw it in the buffs list and I was like, it's yeah. sick. Yeah, you can do it on drag running too as well, which is that's that's another fun one to do. But it's on dragon loves running too. Yeah, but it's one. And it punishes. Yeah, it punishes, but it's a, yeah. it's a space thing. So if you catch it too early, you can recover from running two and block. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 really it's really timing based. It's not it's not a consistent thing, but when you land it, you feel very good about yourself. So it's, it's just well, you get the combo and then and then Dragonov comes and kills you and wins the round. So <laughs> <laughs> one thing I find odd actually is is uh, people defending against the downfall three armor that they get really scared as if it's some sort of pressure tool and not realizing you can downfall to him if he's in flamingo at any point. Like mm. he'll, he'll get he'll, he'll get launched. It looks intimidating because he's you know especially if you do the down four three left flamingo cancel he's mm. approaching you whilst having armor. Now the the the, the range of the armor isn't very big and and it's it's more intimidating on paper visually than than in reality. Um, mm. I think I think it's like just like lip service as as you were saying. But you know it looks cool. It's dynamic. And when it does occasionally work, it's it's just really satisfying. Yeah. I think the armor window is also much smaller on the cancel. I think if you cancel it, it actually takes you out of the armor. Like right. yeah. the actual time period you have to armor is smaller. I think I think it was good that they gave him because um, that's Bayx cancel from yeah. from mm. previous Tekkens. Uh, and I guess it's it's good. I mean, the armor it, it is a buff. Um, from in season two and <clears throat> the fact that you can do it and help mix up his timing with some of your attacks you know if you're doing all your string stuff you can throw that in there to sort of throw them off a bit um, I mean I've seen constant rings where um, the opponent just ends up in like a, a rabbit in headlights where the person's just there doing the cancel over and over and over again um, to the point where at some point they press a button but it's too late and then they get counter hitted and stuff like that so so it is a buff the fact that they've given him and it looks sexy because there's that little there's the armor flash that's happening mm-hmm. while he's doing it so and one thing is well, when it when it clashes with another power crush there will be like a weird thing where like it just looks like time stops um and 
I think it literally it literally makes it hit confirmable for pouring because you can see it connect time stops and you just mash the four. Mm. Like that's that's just a that's just a weird thing that it looks like a bug. I, I, I don't think it was intentional, but mm. I, I like it. <laughs> it. It used to be a necessity before it was a power crush because after in season one before the uh, the down three four pushback was reduced, a lot of the time you would need to approach again, so you need to yeah. switch dance and go go in with it. So. Um, yeah, so so just just to reiterate, like on the yeah strengths and weaknesses, basically uh, does a lot of damage. Uh, he can he can rush you down if he gets in if he can initiate, but he is uh, not very good at initiating because his neutral's crap and his power crush. Uh, sorry, his aside from his power crush, his um, like. His defensive options are bad. His high crush is bad. His low crush is bad. Mm. Um, his parry is one of the least rewarding ones in the game. Um, you know, a game where more, increasingly more people seem to be getting full launches off parries. Um, so yeah, uh, and it, it means that basically, like all his weaknesses, still sort of point to the same kind of characters. It's like small tech and neutral tech and um, like that kind of up close sort of thing where they're just having the same exchange over and over again. You're just a mid range. It's just not. It's just not Warren's game, and that is increasingly what Tekken is about. Mm. That is one of the reasons why we we mentioned this as like one of the things in the story in the in the sort of in the document. Why do people Why do people like Warren when the game comes out? Because in every Tekken, they subtly change the, the neutral and movement systems and the ranges of pokes and things. So that having flowchart offense or canned defense always puts you, like, always, always puts characters higher when the game comes out. So, like, people are like, oh, yeah, Horang, he can just rush you down. No one knows what's going on. He seems good in this game. And plus, they buffed him tons. Excellent. Like, the same thing with like hyper defensive characters. People will be like, "Oh yeah, Xiaoyu and Feng are really good in this game because it's just come out." Like in the end, it doesn't matter whether you have, whether you have super defensive options or you have like a, a rush down offense. Once you get going, what really matters is dictating neutral exchanges. It's like mm. boxing and jabs. Um, so, um, so yeah, that's that's why why Rang isn't great. And the game is like this when we're just sort of going back and forth in the in the neutral stage. He's just not great. Yeah, and on that note, um, Steve's always been a terrible, or well, one of the best matchups against Horong, or a really bad matchup for Horong. I mean, even the Tekken Five intro kind of pay tribute to that. <laughs> um, it, it's, it's you know typically been one of the worst matchups in the game. It, it's a bit better now because Horong has a bit has slightly better neutral, slightly better defense. Punch parries, yeah, punch parries. Horong back four actually. <laughs> Or fifth back four. Yeah. 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 Um, For some reason, I can't hit launch now. Okay. Beats back one, so you can just be an RF neutral and just tag him with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's. it's I've, I've always found it quite frustrating the Steve matchup. I mean, from Tekken, my favorite Tekken is Tekken uh, Tekken Five DR. Too too much stuff happened in UK around that time, so. For me, that's my favorite Tekken. But it was really annoying because 
Haran couldn't touch Steve in that game. Like now, Haran's mm. got a better chance. But in Tekken DR, Haran could not touch Steve. The things that should punish, um, like I think he'd do Sonic Fang, and Haran had could only punish it with something like down forward one plus two. Uh, I think back and four mm. would miss. Like it, it was just strange. Uh, and that Dark two, Dark two was just safe. Yeah, Dark two was safe. So he, this, I mean, this, this was a game where Steve could weave really quickly and then do Dark two. You know, we talked about it last week. He could do left weave Dark two. So he would a left weave would avoid all Rang's moves. Rang didn't have a mid tracking move. He didn't have down forward four slash back four in that game. It would just evade everything. You just do Dark two. Which is safe. Which is safe. So and uh, I remember that. Steve wouldn't do Duck 2 in that game because people could punish it, but Haorang sponsored that move and said, hey, you, why don't you try this move on me? And, and Haorang couldn't do anything about it. And, and that has just continued for all the Tekkens where um, the kicks, and it's supposed to be a classic matchup, the, the kicks versus versus the punches, but mm. it's always leaned so heavily in Steve's favor. Haorang doesn't, he, he doesn't get a bring in. And I would say that this... With the punch parry, it's a good way of sort of slowing Steve down, giving Haring an opportunity to slow Steve down. Because uh, there, there's certain characters in Tekken where that character's playstyle forces you to play their playstyle. In general, you know, with Mishimas, you can sort of do what you're doing. You just have to be mindful of the Godfist. But there was characters like Steve or Zaoyu where whatever your character does, it doesn't matter. You have to now defend against what that character's doing. You know, if you're a rushdown character and you're playing Steve, it doesn't matter that you're a rushdown character anymore. You have to wait for Steven. You've got to play what he's doing. You've got to play uh, away against Steven. Um, and I, I think Howring, I mean, that, that, that's, uh, I think Steve versus Howring, that was one of the ultimate versions of that where Howring's really bad. I mean, we've joked about his kicks, him being a kick character and he can't use kicks. Um, so you're sort of forced to use punches. But even then against Steven, um, against Steve, there's, you can't you can't even do that. So you're even forced. It becomes a waiting game. The rushdown character now is on the back foot infinitely. I can't get in. I can't press buttons when I'm in. So the matchup becomes really, really, really awkward. Um, and yeah, I think the punch parry is the only thing that sort of saved that. But as a means of let's buy some time, let's slow down, get a few bits of damage here, and then go back into the waiting game. There's never a time when you feel comfortable. Rushing Steve down. It's, it's, it's mm. never been that. Yeah, I mean the, the side weaves are still incredibly strong against Horang. So if you're if you're hitting him with like a like a while sending four four or anything that leaves you in RFF, then it's the Horang player that's fearing for their life that they'd mm. get uh weaved on and, and, and launched. Uh so yeah, he's got a few he's got a few options that, that can sort of discourage Steve from doing weave, but um, it's it's sort of in Steve's favour at that point after yeah, you just you're, yeah. you're now playing Steve's game. So normally after you get while sending 4-4, it's, it's, it's still my turn. And now you sort of, you have to guess what I'm going to do. Uh, but it's the odds are in Steve's favor where now you're thinking, what can I do that's that's not going to get me killed? Um, and I mean, maybe it's a personal thing. I'm not sure how you guys feel about playing Zaoyu. Playing Ling. <laughs> that's, that's a matchup of just, I've gone a lot better at... Um, because it's, it's a thing of where a lot of links that I play believe this matchup's so good, I can do what I want. And then, like, stuff like Wild Sun 4 4, they're just going to AOP after that. So, if you do the right before um, Plasma Blade, they get launched. Um, stuff like Cali Roll, they'll turn around and parry. I just do Skyrocket. 
Um, yeah. And then that for like my my goal in the matchup is to make them respect me because link players just will not respect the matchup at all. So you have to force them to do it. Um, I think I think the matchup is it's not terrible because there are, there are things that Warren can force. Like Skyrock is a good AOP catch, probably his only good one that isn't minus nineteen like back three. Um, and you know. Uh, but there are weird things like I've seen AOP go under down three four sometimes, um, but that's there's, there's a situation. Where I think the matchup is like maybe like six four. It's not awful, um, but it's 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 just in her favor quite a bit. I don't think it's one of his worst matchups now. For me, Zafina has become the worst matchup to play with Huarang because in similar situations like while sending four four, Zafina just mashes. If she does while sending two. And you do down forward four, that's going under. You do down forward four, she does oh, while standing, she does while standing one two, that's going under. She if you do while standing four four, she does the full crouch sweep, she's going under. Like there there are times where you have to do you have to do while standing four four and commit to backlash. Yeah, but if she does the while standing two rollback, you'll just take damage and she gets away from you. Yeah. So it's there are so many situations. I've seen um down three reliably go into down three four of it's 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 probably I think it's Warren's worst. It's top three at least worst matchups for Warren. Um like she has everything you need to deal with that matchup. Uh down four two goes under jabs, but that's just a general thing. Um it's 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 a terrifying matchup to play because like you said, you're play you're playing Zafina's game. Yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't have to respect you at all. You have to, and even when you try and do it, doing that stuff like while sending four for them, you know, I'll do backlash to make stop her from mashing while sending one or while sending two. She just waits and launches in that situation, or she does the full crouch sweep. Like it's when just the times you are plus, you're supposed to have your turn. Zafina says no. Yeah, it's not your turn. And uh, I, I think Zafina is, an, is another one um, because I forget, I, is it, I can't remember the name of the stance. Is it tarantula or something? Um, where she's really, really low. Um, and it's really difficult to hit, not difficult, but you, your options are a down back four, which is sort of rubbish. You, I mean, in situations like that, you don't really want to back three because it's too risky and forward, forward, three is slow. And mm-hmm. I find the same. I mean, that's why I brought Ling into this because I find Ling can be the same where when Ling gets low outside the skyrocket and Ling players don't stay in AOP. No one just goes in there and stays in there. Like they're, they're doing it to avoid something and, and then to continue the pressure. So, um, it's really hard for to, to pick a move that's going to sort of make her respect you and stop doing it. And I think that's why when you're saying that a lot of Ling players feel they can do what they want because they know um, the majority of uh, the obvious things for Howering to do to, to stop them is a risk. Mm. You know, it's, it's not it's, it's not free unless, you know, they're, they're, they're just frame savvy. Um, and just her evasive properties. I mean, we, we talked about Howering's... Uh, um, moves and Howring's just really, really bad at tracking. Just really, really bad. I mean, he's got the homing moves, but you know, outside that, people just walk all over him. Uh, and Ling, just the way she moves, uh, she's very evasive, and, and I find it, I can find it, it can be quite problematic um, when she's doing all that. Let me go into rain dance and sidestep, and, and uh, it, it can be quite problematic. And I'm forced to play Ling's game. I'm forced to play Safina's game. I'm forced to play Steve's game. Um, which just and playing their game for Howring, that game is the game where Howring doesn't shine. That he's not he's not good at um, mm. at dealing with that. 
Mm. Yeah, adding on to that as well, um, I think I think Alyssa does come into discussion of bad matches as well because uh, this is something I know Alyssa and Zafina can definitely do. I think Vikram's done it, but he's weird. Um, after down three four, they just backdash the mix up entirely. Um, you can't down three four sweet bang them. You can't down three four switch starts down three four. They they just backdash, and obviously now you've whiffed. You get launched for trying to be. You're plus fourteen, and you want to take your turn, but you can't because they just they just backdash you. Um, I mean, I'm assuming Akuma is. I mean, I'm assuming sorry, Kuma is invulnerable to the low. Um, yeah, I think I think Kuma does backdash it, but yeah. with him, it's just just like he's not going to step anything. I'll just I'll just I just I'll just keep him in check with a three forward or something like that, you know. Um, but speaking of Akuma, down three four DP mm-hmm. um, is a memory that will live with me forever. So, uh, anyway, they don't care about Harang's life, man. Namco don't care. They about do, him. they clearly they do, because they, they keep they keep giving him stuff. I feel, like, I feel like they just keep giving him the wrong things, though. They're just like not the right things. Yeah, not the right things, but they just they, they, they are, are the right things. What are they? Um, the, the, the only. No, by the way, whenever anyone asks for buffs, the answer is literally never. Uh, down forward one. Like yeah. uh, just a, a rule for the podcast. Yeah. If anyone's discussing anything, no one is ever allowed to say more range or tracking on the down forward one. Anything, <laughs> any buffs related to down forward one for any characters. So uh, go. Honestly, I, I know we're going to talk about buffs later. There's only there's only one buff I've wanted for Huaring really since like season one. Just the one thing, and that's make up back three three fifteen frames. Just make that fifteen. Let me be able to launch Steve's full crouch down forward two. Because down forward two, it doesn't hit at all. Um, it's and I, I like I don't see an issue with that. You know, he can launch minus fifteen lows. Maybe that could completely change Waring's game, and they're so afraid to give it to him. But to me, it's just give him the range to launch minus fifteen stuff that down forward two won't hit. The damage on it isn't as good as down forward two. You still get a launch. Uh, that's that's literally one thing. Just give if you want to give him one thing. Up back three three. I fifteen. That's it. That's the only thing. Nah, you, you you can't get me going on the things Power Rang needs. There's just too much. Like for me, I think because I compare him to someone like Dragonov, and I just get angry and just get irritated when I, when I look at that character. Like, okay, so he's got down forward two, launches, launches crouch. This is Dragonov down forward two, launches and launches crouches. And what is it on block? It's twelve minus twelve for something that launches crouches. And then Howling to launch a Croucher needs his back in three. What's he doesn't? What does he need? Oh, he doesn't. What does he need? Just to launch Crouchers. No, not Crouchers. Uh, yeah, to, what, what else does he do to, to launch Crouchers? What, up, back? Stream Skyrocket. Like a man. <laughs> like a man. <laughs> like a scared child. <laughs> All right, okay, fine. I also I mean, hit him from up back 3 3, by the way. No, no, okay, no. I, I, to be fair, Haru is quite good at that. Haru is quite good at that, um, using up it's back 3 3. Really um, weird. <laughs> but for me, I mean, I think outside the obvious low crush, high crush nonsense, just having stuff. I mean, because Tekken has moves which are guaranteed. Tekken's are like, it's like on a sliding scale. On the far right, you've got moves that track, and on the far left, you've got moves that don't. But there's moves that are in between, which. They'll track, but they're not actually they're not actually marked as homing moves, but they will track. Um, and Haring just seems to have all of his moves on the far left or on the far right. You know, so you're either doing a homing move to try and keep someone in check, 
or you're not. Uh, and, you know, everything is really, really um, quite sidesteppable. So for me, I, I just want to be able to, because his range is quite good. I think in what, I can't remember which Tekken it was, where they've improved the range of just his four. Um, so four, three is really good for punishing, like punishing mm. get up kicks. You can always be confident that no matter how far you are, if you block their get up four, four, three or four, four is going to punish. So I, I, I like the range. Um, it, was ta- it was tag two, I think. It was tag two where, they, where the range was obviously buffed. Um, yeah, I remember, you remember in, you remember in uh, like when we would play BR, I would just do like a forward and two one four randomly with Brian all the time, because so you can punish it with anything. Yeah, exactly. Because everything would miss. Exactly. So, so I like that. But in terms of what he should have, he he needs he needs a low crush. I, I think he needs a proper low crush. I don't like like I think his low crush is too slow and, and too obvious. He needs a low crush. And I don't, I'm not too um I'm not too bothered about high crush. He needs a low crush. He needs a low crush. Something that goes, sorry. He needs a high crush. Something that goes under highs, sorry. Something that goes under mm. highs, that's, that's not so yeah. obvious. Not down back three. Right. Something a bit better. That's, that's too, down back three is too cool. slow. He needs, he needs um, Dragunov's down and two. I, I want to I want down no. and two. No. <laughs> I want to down and two. No. <laughs> this one is years. I want to down and two. No. So, I think it's fair. So the, backlash is lip service, yeah. <laughs> 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 three is a, a, a really fun tool against Kaz because you're literally doing it all day and then it gets blocked once and you die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to go under electrics. Oh, no, I'm sorry I did that. I'm really sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> Please forgive me. <laughs> <laughs> Please you need, you need me. to down into you. Some, something's just to go under the highs. By the way, that you've also suggested this be a punch, keeping in in, in with <laughs> the soul <laughs> of Taekwondo theme. I, I, he needs finally, to fi- finally the move that saves him. Well, <laughs> I, will, I will say RFF. I, I, know, I know you. I know we have to be in RFF, but like like I said, RFF is is his neutral stance. <laughs> RFF back four is a, a really good high crush. <laughs> This guy yeah. likes that move. It's trash. I don't know. Uh, that's that. I guess that's to me. That's one of the the perfect lip service buffs. The Starscream really? because RFF. How often did you use that move before? Besides green rank forward two into RFF back four. How often were you using that move? Never, because the reward was trash, and now the power and risk is this move all the time. It's like, oh, <laughs> God, God, I'm doing it. Now he's just so silly. Speaking of high crush, didn't he used to have like some fairly decent high crushes in Flamingo, and they they took them out after te- in Tekken Seven? Oh. No, yes, he has the snake edge for high crush. Yeah. So you mean the LFS uh, down back three and the RFS down back fours? Right, right, right. <clears throat> yeah, I quite you, like so that's, that's, really that's part of why I said he, I had to relearn him because mm. um, his left flamingo in previous Tekken's was really strong. He had uh, the parabellum kicks, which is the, um, the left flamingo forward three, which he has now in right flamingo, those fast kicks. Mm. He had those, which was good for stopping people pressing, uh, pressing buttons. Uh, in, LF, in, in left flamingo, he had down forward three, which looks like his um, right flamingo down forward four. Mm-hmm. And on crouching, uh, he used to get uh, some guaranteed stuff. Uh, and he had the, as you mentioned, he had the, the high crushing um, uh, sort of low kicks from flamingo. So you were covered for everything. You were covered for people that ducked, you were covered for people that press buttons, and you were covered for people that press jabs. 
or did highs and they just all of that just got wiped out all of it wiped out so now when you're in left flamingo he does he like they totally removed everything from that um which like i'm saying for me that meant i had to now learn uh to, to, i can't stay in left flamingo now I, I have to get out of it if i'm left in left flamingo um it, it's it's a danger it's dangerous for me so that that totally changed my game so I, a lot of my game was based on Left flamingo, left flamingo pressure, left left, left flamingo mix up. So that, that that wiped that out totally. I wonder why they removed that though. The um, the left flamingo because they hate him. They don't like him. They wanted to give him lip service later. They knew what they were doing. They knew what they were doing. They love him. They love him. But he's he com- like you said. He completely annihilates new players, mm. and they still mm. keep buffing him. Like he is. Everyone, whenever the patch notes gets get released, gets incredibly upset at the fact that Warren gets buffered again, because they hate him. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think they wanted to make him more coin flippy. So if you look, like down three four, down three four buff and the sweet bang, those are your go to lows now in in the flamingo stances, and they're just incredible. Yeah, they're incredibly they're incredibly rewarding, but mm. but like the sweet bang is risky, and mm. down three. I mean, down three four has a bit of cheese to it when you're trying to punish it, but it, it's not like. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's it's no, it's 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 not LFS down back three how it used to be, you know, mm. not not like a not like a relatively safe uh, pokey low with with the counter hit property that you could strategically use. It's just yeah, down three four, down four three, switch stance, down three four, down three four. Um, yeah, the the things that that um, beginner or intermediate players complain most about Horang are of course the, the flamingo mix and uh, backlash. And I think, like, just just to go back to backlash a bit, I guess on paper it seems like a terrible, terrible move. It's high and it's really slow, uh, but in every other respect, it, it's amazing. It's it it, it track. It's, it's a tracking move. It's uh, plus on block. It's a power crush, and it has really, really good whiff recovery. Um, I think it's probably his best keep out move for that reason. Like instead of a magic four, you just kind of hop back in RFF and throughout the occasional backlash and it's really really hard to punish it's i think the thing with backlash is some some people who complain about it generally don't know how to they just don't know what they're doing like they'll they'll they will watch it just go by block it like it's it's very reactable i remember when i played uh i played daniel maddo in italy earlier this year he ducked and launched every single backlash he, mm. he didn't miss one obviously Jin having an i14 launcher helps to that um but i've seen characters you know 15 frames do that all the time um ducking it is by far the easy part the the hard part is i think the only if they were to change it the only thing you do is um i think you nerf the active frame so it's easier to duck and launch for most of the cast that's the only thing i do i mean on whiff in the mirror i'm always hitting back three obviously back three is a good whiff punisher in itself but i'm, I'm not missing the whiff punish on that um Ducking and I'll, and and I will duck and while standing three most of the time just just to keep it safe. But yeah, I think I think it's is good, but definitely overrated. Yeah, it's exactly how you how how you explained. It's uh, the the active frames are the, are the cause of the issue because uh, as a keep out move, it is a bit risky because on on a clean whiff uh, in neutral, uh, it's way easier to whiff punish than ducking and launching it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's active for so long above your head, you get clipped a lot when you're trying to rise up and launch him so that that's the that's the that's the annoying part of backlash i feel is when you've taken the effort to duck it and you don't get to punish it 
Mm. Um, but on on clean whiff, where out, due to a range issue, uh, it's quite easy to to whiff punish. And uh, I think, I mean, Tekken Seven's been out for a while, and this is the first Tekken with proper power crushes. Mm. And I just think a lot of the time, just the way that power crush animation happens, people can be mashing buttons or hitting you, and they see the backlash, and they, it's as if they're trying to counter hit you out of the backlash. So they keep pressing buttons, and then eventually, it's just you know, it becomes a counter hit against them. Um, and that's why I tend to hit it the most. I mean, you don't use it to whiff punish. I'll throw it out and people, they're sort of mashing a string and they're like, oh, you know, if I keep pressing this, these buttons, eventually Howrang will stop. And he, he doesn't. And then that's a counter hit into, into, uh, into a big combo. But is it overpowered? Is it, is it, is it dumb? I'm, I, I don't think so. I mean, from Tekken 3 and Tekken, uh, Tekken Tag, it was the same. It was always difficult to... Um, to punish there was no power crush aspect of it but eventually people had played me so much they got very good at, at just ducking and launching it so i you think had, you practice. also had to duck um, it in that game because it was really scary on block yeah because and it, it turned you it, it, it made you face a different direction so as, as a as a blocked move that it was problematic so people would, would would always duck it and launch so you couldn't use it but I've, i mean i've been on the receiving end of it as well and it can be quite annoying especially when you, it's like what's her name? It's like Alice's um, rage art to a certain extent, where you you think you've ducked it, and then you know you want to punish it, and all of a sudden you get clipped by the active frames, and then that's quite frustrating. So um, I, I've been there, but even still, uh, as Kay was said, I, I was still while standing through it uh, to get my maximum damage. It's I think it's just practice, so I don't think it's that bad because you can, you know, it's not broken. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's, like you said, it's something which, again, it's difficult to find a balancing thing for this. It absolutely marks new players because they play big Tekken. They want to play big Tekken. They want to play big moves. So it hits them and, and kills them, fucks them up. But it's like Backlash is specifically bad against small Tekken in some ways due to the Power Crush properties because... Backlash is moderately easy, like it's, it's doable to duck it on reaction in neutral. But if you throw a down forward one into a backlash, the slowdown allows you to duck it on reaction every single time if you're yeah. paying attention. Against small tech, like Steve, for example, Steve, there's almost no practical moves where you're going to backlash Steve. Yeah, and more than that, too, you you're going to end up taking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. More than that, you're going to end up taking like way more damage than you thought. Like certain strengths will just completely rinse backlash. Uh, on like Steve can do it on reaction. Like I said, mm. you just you just duck cancel and then uh, like you're underneath it. He's absorbed all the power crush and then he punishes you. And then and then he punishes. Yeah, because um, yeah. uh, what's his face? Um, Yoshi player. What's his name? In trench. That guy. Uh, I was in. Um, <laughs> I was in Germany. <laughs> playing him and who uses Yoshimitsu's back one? Who, who does that if it's not a combo? Kane Trench was doing it and I, I backlashed and then he did it and he did the maximum ma- maximum minus one number of spins yeah. uh, and then everything just slowed down so he had all the time in the world to duck <laughs> and launch so I just, I just took the worst <laughs> the worst damage um, but yeah, no, you're, you're correct. Uh, against Steve, once again, the, the bad matchup, there's nothing 
your power crushing through. I think against characters that have big strings and as you're saying, big Tekken, it's really good uh, and it does destroy that. Um, outside that, very compact jabs, uh, movement. Uh, yeah, that, 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 I don't think that's much of a, I don't think that move is causing anyone a problem. Yeah. When, we talk, when we talk about matchups, um, I'll say, to, to go back to it slightly, he's, He's all right against a lot of characters in this game. How I think it, there's, there's a lot of matchups, which yeah, I think there's lots of matchups which are just all right. I think fine. I think, yeah. Barring, he just I think like, like what are his like, I think he's okay against Marduk and like I think his, his, I don't think he's got any his, good matchups. His best matchup now, Gigas. That's a funny matchup. <laughs> that, is, that is a funny matchup to play. I feel whenever I play Gigas plays, I feel bad because Skyrocket now being safe is so awful for Gigas. That was the only thing he had really going from in that matchup. Yeah, the one-two punish on it. Yeah, and I've, I remember when it when it first got changed, I played against this Gigas player who didn't know. So I did Skyrocket, he kept trying to one-two and I just kept launching him and I felt very bad. Um, but yeah, by- You didn't know really, did you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't feel bad at all, it was hilarious. Yeah, I think general. I think the matchups where he has, you know, good things like, you know, Marduk, for example, jabs going under it, um, down for two going under his jabs. Um, Marduk also has good things to deal with that matchup. Like, you know, as well, sending one, two after a block down three, four and stuff like that. Um, so like Quaring's a character who doesn't, he's, he's all right, but he just doesn't have that matchup that he dominates. I think in yeah. season one, he actually used to really kill Chloe because um, Chloe's hop kick was minus 17. So that's a back three. Um, also on the Cali roll, he can... If he blocks the first two hits, he will always get a guaranteed... If she finishes it, guaranteed launch. As you know, I think he always does uh, left flamingo up forward four and they'll always launch. You just have to you just have to depend. It's just timing. If she doesn't finish it, it's a different timing. And if she does, you've missed it and you've done the thing. Um, I think Chloe's still quite... A, that's a good matchup for Warren, I think. You know, her strings and stuff aren't really that much of a problem. And he, he deals with it quite well. The only annoying thing now is the hop kick. Because minus 15, he can't always launch it. If he had up back three three... I fifteen, he'd always be able to launch it, but that's the, the, the shameless yeah. plug again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a different story. Um, so I still I still feel like uh, Kazumi is probably still pretty tough. Mm. Other than that, Kazumi, all the tough ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, um, Alpha in the chat said Eddie is a good matchup for Warren. I have to vehement, I vehemently disagree with that. I think I think the matchup became better when he because now because the back three range buff, he can sometimes launch sidestep three plus four. Um, but I remember when I played, so there was a New York London exhibition a bit ago. When I played Spiridon, every single blocked down three, four, he launched every single one. And yeah, I'm not sure. and yeah, you're right. Um, I, and you're brave if you're trying to launch punish sidestep three, four, back and through. Like, yeah. I, I wouldn't try that. Um, I mean, Eddie, does he get down forward three plus four if he blocks back and free? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not trying that. And then, oh, the, and then, um, like I think Eddie can keep up Warren quite well. And on relax, I think he he gets a back three flip, which is this nice Okius is better than what some characters some characters get a little poke. I think that's nicer, but like he can't pick up relax. Um, there's like I think it's it's a it's an it's an even matchup because they what they can do to each other, but it it's it leans in Eddie's favor because of the stuff that Eddie, like I said, down before he launched every single one on a three bar connection. Um, maybe that's just Spiridon being crazy, but part of it as well is just the matchup isn't isn't there. I think he can keep up Warren quite well. Um, the only thing is like forward, 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 Eddie can't step it all the time reliably, so he can kind of get in for free in, the, in that matchup. But, you know, forward, 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 that minus seven on block or something. So, 
you've given up your turn in Eddie's face. Doesn't really mean much, but it's 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 not a good. I don't look at that as a good as a good matchup for Warren. I will say it's the best it's ever ha- it has been. Yeah, like in in yeah in tag two it was awful. It was it was yeah. so bad. Was terrible in tag yeah from the back was it back one was it back one four or something yeah yep and also just the fact that rank didn't have anything that hit at that kind of range he didn't even have forward forward four or anything like that if someone yeah. was just farting around at long range just doing sidestep both kicks sidestep four just randomly going into relax you just didn't have anything to do you're like am i gonna do f- Forward, forward three. Yeah, against relax. And you're just like, no. Nah, <laughs> Down nah. back four was your option nah. against re- re- uh, relax, yeah. So, fun. <laughs> I remember playing um, playing Asim in, in um, Tekken Tag 2. I remember practicing for that, um, for the, for that matchup. And there was one string. I, I can't remember if it's his up forward four, one plus two mix-up. But it was one string that once you block it, it's, it's something that ends in alone and ends in relax. And yeah. your only option to punish it is full crouch down and three because he beats everything. Like he beats the while standing. If you did while standing four four, um, he could hit you in between because the while standing four miss and you're relying on the second one. But he could hit you and everything. So the only thing you could do is full crouch uh, down and three or some nonsense like that. And it, it was. I remember it being really painful to just, uh, as you say, to get in and, and to deal with it. And I remember playing um, uh, in versus fighting and the only option that I felt I had to hit relax was proper it was back in three and that's dangerous though you know using back in three to try and pick up relax or to to use as as a punish yes it will hit but you know people don't similar with AOP people don't go and relax and just lie in front of you that they're doing it at, um, at you know times where you now have to guess, or they're doing it with the evasive properties, they don't really lie there um, in relax. So, I, I for me, I, I, I find that matchup a bit. And it, it can be swings and roundabouts. I wouldn't necessarily say it's good. It, it, it leans in um, in how ranks favor. Mm-hmm. Like can we uh, talk people about... say the, the oh, well. oh, people say the scoop property is a bit much in this game, but I think it really helps um, Horang in, in these matchups having the back three scoop. Uh, it, uh, hit relax and you get a bit more reward you get a mix up afterwards because in the old games if you hit them with a back three they'd kind of just float in place and, and be fine afterwards mm-hmm. um, I was going to say can we talk a bit about the um, Marduk mat- matchup because you guys mentioned it was pretty good for Horang and as a Steve player Marduk's probably my worst matchup just by virtue of down four alone I can't low parry it I can't launch punish it I can't do anything really except just you know get annoyed by it um, so what does Horang have against Marduk? So the the best thing in the matchup is down forward two going under his jabs. I think that's that's the that's the best thing. Um, and I think I think it's an option select for is it is the string like one two four in the head bar? I think one, it's two a, three both punches. Yeah, that's I think that's an option select for that string. Um, hmm. But I think I think it's it's only slightly in Horang's favor because just by virtue of how Marduk is as a character. Like, it's not like Marduk's options are being locked down. He can still do everything that he basically does. It's just in, in certain situations, Warring, Warring has, has, has a decent time. Um, Marduk's still annoying to fight against, but it's not, it's not matchup specific, right? There's not anything about Warring that makes Marduk more difficult to fight. It's just, just how he is as a character, but Warring can still do... Um, he, he has a few nice things in the matchup. Yeah, that's the thing. I think like Hang 
like I said, he doesn't really have any super good matchups, and particularly, but he does have a few like tournament popular. There's a few characters which are popular in tournament, which he's actually he's he's kind of he's he's fine against. These are just you know the better player will probably win them. He's I think he's fine against Marduk. I don't think there's a particular advantage either way. I think he's fine against like Akuma. He's he's all right against he's all right against Mishimas. So did you say he's fine against Akuma? He's fine against Akuma. You just do three four unless you're like Kawas and you don't want to beat Akuma. <laughs> I think I think that I think with the matchup it's a, it's a match I've had to play just quite a bit recently. I think it's an okay matchup, but if you do like if you, you there there are things you can't do. Like down for one three is a punish, you can't do that because even on hit Akuma's gonna DP you. Um down three four if he has if he has meter, just if you hit down he will just start mashing four because that's his only option that cannot get EXDP'd. Um you could do the power crush, but there's there's the risk that like he takes damage, floats away, and then you're in a position where you can't touch him. Um but the Akuma matchup isn't awful but it, and a lot of characters have it worse against Akuma like it's not Anna versus Akuma um, but it's, it's 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 okay but Dinosaur says I don't want to win the matchup so <laughs> I, I think I think Eliza is worse than, than Akuma I think yeah I can imagine that Eliza is really really hard to get in on yeah yeah, I mean, there's a lot of characters that are better than Horang that he can hang with. Only a few matchups which gatekeep him, really. He's like King is obviously a better character than him, like, but that matchup isn't too bad. Like, um, well, it's like Elisa's pretty bad, Kazumi's kind of pretty bad. Um, even's fine. Um, I think for against Mishima, he's, he's he's decent against Mishima. I've never, I've never. Played Mishimas and I don't know if it's because of my Mishima experience against the likes of uh, Ryan Hart, but I've never felt, oh no, you know, Harring's going to suffer in a Mishima matchup or yeah. a Jin matchup. Yeah, mm. I think he's, he's all right yeah. against those. I, li- I like him against Kaz, um, but the problem with Mishimas now, this is a bit more a personal thing because I like to whip punch all the time on back three. Um, the problem with Mishimas now is the electric recovery. Um, yeah, it's, it's too much. It's too um, much. It's too I, much. I think that's just they can they can throw it out for free, and there's nothing you can do about it. Um, that's that's the only thing I think about those matchups that's really terrible. Um, Heihachi's while sending two is terrible against Warring if if you're just mashing. Um, Apart from backlash, yeah, backlashes. Backlash, <laughs> you got backlash. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's 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 all right against Mishimas. Um, there's not. He's, he doesn't suffer in the same way other characters can do against them, so that's not bad. Um, he, he mainly suffers against, I think, like female characters with evasiveness. Like, I think Lily isn't good. Mm-hmm. Warring. Mac- I mean, she's, she just Mac- seems Mac- rubbish, though. The thing Lily is, Mac- rubbish, did you say? She just seems Mac- too Mac- bad as a character. Like, she just seems Lily, too incomplete. Lily's not good as a character, but I think just what she has is just so good in the match. Like, her movement is ridiculous. Matterhorn. Um, just goes just destroys a lot of his move list. Um, the the new forward the forward three buff and CD three buff that was plus four meant nothing to Lily. Um, because she just I think she does her her parry or something. Um, she can also matterhorn it. You have to make a big brain read and go for the power crush after it if you want to stop her from from mashing there. 
um, on a block down three fours. So obviously, the thing all Huang players do for the block down three four is just forward four, and ah, I've caught you. Um, Lily's while standing two goes under no matter what. Mm. Um, I think Kazumi's the same while standing two as well. She goes under. Um, and yeah, just Lily's movement in general just just makes the matchup annoying to play. It's not one of his worst, but it's an annoying matchup to play. I think she can do some very good things in the matchup. And with Waring's poor tracking, except for his homie move, she just can just dance around him all day, which is which isn't fun. Lily is a weird character though, because her her two biggest strengths are her evasion with her movement and some you know crush moves, some high risk crush moves. And then uh, her other big weakness is her, sorry, her other big strength is her lockdown. Yes, she has a bunch of plus on block moves, but these two strengths don't complement each other at all. Mm. So mm. she's just a weird archetype. Um, and plus a bunch of weird hitboxes, like her down forward one is possibly the worst in the game. Yeah. Like her and Zhao Yu are examples of characters with incredible evasion and terrible tracking on, mm. of, of their own. Like, so it weirdly balances out quite a lot. I think if you just she's another character where if you just like constantly walking left a lot, blocking, you sort of maybe like step left, dark kick every now and again for court circle both kicks. But mm. I think yeah, I mean she's a yeah she is a weird character because she's she's so straightforward to play. She's an all right tournament pick, but there's easier. There's like characters which are like as straightforward as her, which are also straight up better. <laughs> so she just gets or left in the dust a bit. Mm. Okay, I can see why she why she does good against Horing though, because of the the Horn and evasion. Mm. Leroy also sucks, but that's just to be expected with yeah. the way that character is. Leroy eats both of my mains alive. Like I can't. Get it. <laughs> like it's arguably worse for Anna, but yeah, Horing Horing isn't fun either. So yeah. I, I think the King yeah, matchup he's, he's, is funny though, because you, you mentioned that earlier, Dan, so the King matchup. Um, one thing, I played Schrodinger in the first of 10 the other day, and one thing he did against down 3-4 is he locked the first hit and then parry the second hit. <laughs> On! That's why Schrodinger is the best king in Europe. <laughs> and it was, it was consistent. And that, was, that was the one thing I was like, yeah, this On. guy's a bad man. This guy's a bad man. <laughs> People are asking, how's the fucking rum matchup? I mean, it's a weird matchup. Like, it's it's got the same Marduk effect, down forward two, going under his jabs, but um, his kick parry is annoying. Uh, and his his hurt box thing used to affect Horan quite bad with up forward three plus four four used to just whiff. Um, but they had to, for some reason, instead of fixing his hurt box, they buffed up forward three plus four four to make it more yeah, consistent. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I thought Weird. that was like just touch that character that's affecting everyone not boring. <laughs> that was um, the weirdest change. But yeah, they, they, his, they, did, they did eventually change his hurtbox recently, but his legs are still all over. It was just his head they fixed, just, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't played um, Back and Run 2 uh, online too much. Um, so, I mean, my Tekken playstyle has always been punishment and movement. So it's always about knowing where, you're, where, you're, where you can punish. I mean, I mean, I've always loved delayed hop kicks for anything. If, if there's an ability to delay hop kick something, I'm doing it. Um, and it's, it's fun because I end up doing it in places where people don't even, ex- like, 
you can do it hop kick that uh, I love it um, but if I can run it what I played online I mean I even played Asim online uh, the character's just he's just strange I, I mean I, I don't think I'm not sure if there's anything that's Haorang specific that um, makes him a problem he's just a problem like he's, he's very he's awkward to fight um but I don't feel when I'm playing that matchup. I don't feel. I, I don't think it's as bad as something like Steve, where I feel I can't do anything uh, Howrangish. I, I, I don't feel it's like that. Um, but a, a lot of your, he, he's just he's just a really good character. So, uh, but yeah. I wouldn't say Howrang suffers anything specific mm. because of his his move style. Yeah. I will say from my matches against fucking Rum so far, I feel like you do have to disrespect him a lot because he puts you in such a, a mind game with with his mix-ups on block a lot of the time, especially at the wall. So Horang's uh, quite good counter-hit tools. If you see a gap, if he's going for the, the on-block uh, wall splat, for example, and, and you have the read and you want to launch him, you can back four him in between or even forward one plus two him in between. So it's like you get rewarded for your reads in that matchup, but it's not particularly... Like you might as well just play Steve, really. <laughs> it's not particular yeah. for, for your counter hit tools. So it's, not, it's not like um, outstanding, but it, it's something that Horang can make use of. Um, you guys mentioned that Horang's down four two goes under Marduk jabs, Falcon Rum jabs. Does it go under Brian jabs? Well? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Expected. Um, how is that matchup, <laughs> Brian Horang? Um, how how I win that? It's just all the time. You're right, Dodo. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't what happened the last. Time. So, uh, no, it's, it's it's slightly in Brian's favor, but it's mostly it's mostly because he's a bad character. Like it's it's not like a, it's not a matchup, not really a matchup thing. I mean, the main two things are like, yeah, Orang, in Orang's favor, he has downfall two going under jabs, and he he's one of the characters that can launch punish while standing one pretty much every time. Mm. Um, and in Brian's favor, he can just he can just blow through stuff with forward forward four and and a while standing three, including like um, down three four block. You know, if you duck the high, it's a very it's an easy while standing three to interrupt either Parabellum or the Power Crush. Um, Can't hit launch. I mean, yeah, Brian's just like that. Can't hit launch for that. So yeah, 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 a good reward if we if yeah. like the Horang mashes in after the down three four, and every yeah. Horang mashes after the down three four, so yeah. it's easy. Like Brian, I think he's just just a better character. If you play for a, like a long time, two people of like completely equal skill, Brian would just come out on top because he just it's a bit harder and covers space a bit better, hmm. and like he's just wall game does more like hurts more he would just edge it out more over time but like there's no like it's just fine especially in like in short sets it's just very even mm. um bit bit of an off-topic question but we were talking a bit about Fakum Ram earlier uh what do you guys think about uh the pakistani community's decision to ban him from tournament play let's ban him <laughs> ban him i ban him. i think i think beat him from the game I think why my my main thing is like if you're gonna ban him, go ahead, um, because he, I think he needs he needs to be fixed right now. He's he's not fit for play. Um, however, my thing is why was why wasn't Leroy the first one? 
version one Leroy? Why, if we're gonna, if characters are gonna get banned, why was version one Leroy not the first one? We were like, yeah, this character has to be banned from something. He shouldn't have been allowed to enter Evo Japan in that state. All right. So, the, uh, so what you're saying then is, you think version one Leroy is bad than version one Fakum? I think, I think version one Leroy was the most god mode character we've ever seen. He had everything. His orbital was minus three on block. Why? His, what, background plus two, 12 frame mid count hit launch was like minus five. His cane was plus eight, which meant after cane, it's a mix up orbital or a hell sweep. Um, his down three, two is, it's, it's Waring's down three, four. That's easier to punish, but with good tracking. Um, back four was just a safe mid homie move that counter hit. I'm sorry, the wall splat naturally. Massive then he had back range. three. Yep. Yeah. Then he had back three, which is a, a normal launcher, um, normal hit launcher that is safe for some reason. Um, back one and back one plus two should never exist together. His damage off forward forward two two was ridiculously obscene. Like it was a yeah, and it's minus 13 anyway. Um, they, they knew what they were doing. I, I, I think they wanted shock value. I, I think that's what they went for. I, I think that that was a, a business decision to put out a character that's totally broken because it will catch it will catch the headlight, the headlines, uh, and then tone them down. I, I, I don't think they dropped the ball on that. I think they very intentionally made the character that strong um, or in the idea of... Uh, grabbing the headlines and then toning him down afterwards. With fact, I'm not sure that's the case. Mm, I, I don't I think. I, I'm not sure whether they're they're doing that, trying to grab headlines again. I think. I think that, I think that's him. I, I think this is. Yeah. I think that's what I, they're trying to do. I think. I think. I think. I think, is an, I think FAC is an accident. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that. I think the problem stems from um, that initial trailer where they revealed him and he's like towering over Marduk and then you see him in gameplay and he's like about the same <laughs> yeah, but to be fair they couldn't do that it's like uh, do you remember Street Fighter anime there was there were sections when Ryu was like this and Sang oh, yeah, was like yeah. that oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, was, it was exactly the same there I saw a meme where they and then, they Sagat, and then Sagat takes and Sagat takes about 10 minutes to run about <laughs> like, that, that's, that's the same movie that ends with Ryu drop kicking a truck was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it like a bin truck and guys with all his power he's like forget the power yeah, yeah, yeah. Truck, yeah. I've, I've got you a bin truck see the penis <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree with fact being accident because if you look at stuff like his his back two charge setup is ridiculously hard to side sidestep or sidewalk. Which the thing about his, you know, guard break charge step is like, okay, you know, if you block, you die, but you know, you should use, you're supposed to use movement and stuff like this to get around it. Like if you're making one of his charge steps that hard to step, I feel like that's an accident. His heart yeah, yeah. his heart box has to be an accident. Mm. That throw had to have been an accident. Mm. I feel like he just you know like the Powerpuff Girls intro when they're like, you know, sugar, spice and everything nice and something lethal got in. Chemical X. That was what happened with Fakuma. They accidentally put the Chemical X in there and they're just trying to like sift it out right now. Um, and I'm just imagining like, Fakuma really... dressed as a Powerpuff Girl now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen a Josie costume for him. Oh. I've seen people dress him up as Josie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but um, but... I'm, like, I'm against the band though. 
because yeah. it doesn't give you a chance to highlight exactly how he's broken. So it's not, not, not very much information for the balancing team yeah. if they're just going by online results. No, I, I think I, I think they know. I, I think banning a character is the way is, is the community's way of uh, sort of protesting to say, you know, that this character's so um, unfit for purpose. We're not even allowing him. And, and I think for um, developers, that's that's not a good look. I, I think it's bad when they're saying that this character is so extreme that he doesn't fit in with the rest of the game. Um, and. I don't agree with... I don't think he's so broken um, that he should be banned. Um, my only fear is... I mean, I mean, look at EVO Japan. Everything was just Le uh, Leroy. Everything was Leroy um, because of how bad he was. I'm not sure um, if that's going to be the case with FAC. I think... I mean, I saw there was, there was a tournament in Korea recently where I think in the finals it was... Um, was it knee versus? It was Osan. Yeah, knee, knee and they were both using they were both using fact. And to me, I'm like, yeah, okay, he's a new character, so yeah, I, I expect to see him a lot more. But I, I, I'm not sure if it's if it's banning territory. I, I don't feel so around for a few months now, though. Yeah, so I, that's my point. I'm not sure, but I'm not sure if that because the first, I mean, the first time I saw characters banned was um, Tekken 5's um, Heiachi when Heiachi came out. Because Hachi, um, yeah. you know, Hachi was supposed to be dead, and then he comes back, and he had, I think, his string was two, two, one, which was a ten frame. It was like a ten frame launcher. Because after the two, two, one, like he had, the, you had that sort of weird fallback, and he got guaranteed news, and yeah. they banned him. And I remember thinking that it's a bit extreme because that's that you're saying the character's so broken that we we're not we're not doing this. It, it's so broken. We're not doing that. Imagine imagine a game where people could get sixty damage off a jab punish. It's like it just seems <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> imagine six imagine getting a whole sixty damage off like a jab. No, it's insane. It was um I think with um with that game, it it, it might have been as well because of how new he was at uh, at the time of the tournament. With fact, I just think it's a totally territory. I'm not sure if the rest of the community will, will, will follow on. Yeah, I, I, I don't agree with the ban. I mean, I, you know, as we were saying earlier, I, I think the, the reason why Fakum Ram is so strong is, is unintentional. And, and that's mainly because it seems like he was stretched out, um, like just before release. So people, people wouldn't laugh at him. And then COVID <laughs> happened. So there wasn't enough time to test out, fully test out the consequences of that. Mm. And a lot of his strengths seem to stem from that. I mean, his, he has an amazing backdash, probably because he's so tall. He has amazing range because he's tall. He has a janky hurt box because they stretched him out. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, if, you, if you're comparing version one Le Leroy with Fakum Ram, clear or, clearly Leroy is the bigger problem here. But I think the reason why the community banned him is because he's the straw that broke the camel's back. You can't just look at Fakum Ram in isolation. Mm. I, yeah, I get that. Like, because obviously, like, with, with the tech and the, the DLC characters, Leroy was the first one. That was awful. And then with Fak, also, I do agree, probably unintentional. Um, being in this way is the thing where we're saying that like, we're not going to accept these characters anymore. I mean, there's no point in banning Leroy now. I still think he's a ridiculous character, but he's bring he's come more into line. Mm. Um, there's no point. So Leroy, Leroy was nerfed less than two months after he was released, right? Mm. Yeah, how many yes. months with Fakum Ram? He's been he's been slightly nerfed, but yeah, like 
with the accidental thing, it's just that like we've talked a lot about the on the podcast about like neutral tools are just really really important in this game. Mm. Just like basic stuff like range, like Shaheen is really really good because Shaheen is a tall character with long range. Yeah. He's down forward one, he's down forward two, and his hop kick and everything like it just has long range and his kicks and everything long range because he is tall and he has long limbs. Mm. He just has decent movement and this makes him good. The same was true of Bob. Like has always pretty much been true of Bob. But one of the things that makes him incredible is just he has super long range on his moves because he's stupidly tall. Need to stop doing this. Like Leroy was a con- was a was a concerted attempt to make a broken character by like taking all the things that people talk about as being devastatingly good and then just chucking them all into one character so that he could be on like on the surface. He, people would see him. Hmm. Ram feels accidental because he's always all the things that no one ever talks about as being good in Tekken, hmm. which are actually still incredibly good. He just has really good range, really good movement. And really good neutral button, really good unflashy neutral buttons, hmm. which both makes him insanely good. I would argue that he is at least, uh, and well, release back and ram. I would argue has about the same level of tournament and deathmatch consistency as Leroy did. He's winning about as much, which is pretty much almost everything. Hmm. And but there are still tournaments which are being won by other people. But just incredibly unflashy and it's also absolute cancer to watch mm. um like i mean i would ban him just because he's ugly he's ugly he's <laughs> way uglier to watch than even leroy was like this character is and he's never going to be interesting to watch like no one's ever going to be like um oh Hell yeah, there's a Fakamram in there. Even like the people who have won tournaments with him, they're not playing Fakamram in casuals because the character is hideous to play. Like, you can tell this by watching him. Like, delete him. He's never going to be good. He's never going to be fun. Just nerf him or nerf him into the ground. Make him like a Gigas so only like the people who really love him for how he looks because they're weird, um, <laughs> like, play him. Like, just nerf him into the absolute dirt because he looks like. Gigas is also incredibly boring to play as and against. Like, it's not fun at all. But like, he's trash, so it doesn't matter. He needs to. He needs to go down to Gigas tier. That will ban him. I don't know because he's cannon though. So I don't think he's going anywhere. Um, Fire him out of a cannon. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think he's going anywhere. I don't show yourself. I don't think he's as ugly as 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 you say. I see what they try. I see, you can see what they're trying to do. They wanted to put a. Uh, um, a really physically imposing character um, in there. And it, I think they've done that with just his size and his dominance. I, I don't think they got it right, but the whole um, wall stun thing, if you, don't, if you don't block, I don't mind that if the mix-up wasn't so difficult. But then if you don't make it so difficult, then it becomes, it, it, it falls into uselessness. Um, so I, I, don't mind, I, I see what they're trying to do. I just think they've, they've missed the mark. And accidentally um, created a beast in the in the process, um, and I mean a lot of people talk about balancing characters. I don't think it's easy to balance characters. It's, I don't think it's always as simple as just adjusting their frames. Um, and you know you, your your game can go through a QA cycle, and your QA can test it, but it only gets tested really once it gets to the player's hands, and mm-hmm. they discover the, the worst 
that the character can do because they're just more inventive, more creative. You know, they, they, they're, they're the ones, they're the target audience. So, I mean, you, you look at what happened to Lars. Lars fell off a mountain. I mean, he's a typical Mishima. Like, he just fell off a mountain. And that's an, an example of overdoing it. I, I, I'm, I'm Do you miss seeing Lars in tournament? No, but I feel bad for him, don't it's too much. Like, no, he can stay. He can stay where he is. That character was. That character was crusty crackers with no butter. Like, he can stay. Where, like, the people who love him can play him, and everyone else can be thankful that they're not playing against Lars anymore because he's boring and he sucks. No, no, like they, they, what they've done to him is embarrassing. It's, it's, it's too he's much. Fine. He's fine. He's not fine. He's, he's fine. <laughs> So to me, I, I just hope that they don't do something like that to, to fact, but I don't know how you balance it. It's, it's, it's one of the things I really like that they did for Kuma. Like Kuma was too much and they managed to find ways to buff him, to, to, to nerf him without taking away the essence of the character. Yeah, but, uh, and I think that's really hard to do. I think um, some of the things that people complain about, if you end up tweaking them too much, the character just loses, the, the character loses their essence. And that's happened to Lars. Lars is just anything now. Just the, difference with the, the difference with Akuma, though, is that Akuma is cool and fun. These and Lars and Fak are bollocks. <laughs> no, no, no one wants. Lars, no one likes them. Lars, I'll give you that. Fak run. I don't think so. I think he's got some stuff. What is the essence of Lars? I mean, I think Lars could be a. If they took him, um, if you could do stuff like uh, crouch cancel his forward three his dynamic entry so you can make him a kind of a kind of a uh, crouch mix-up based character i think you know you could you could fit him in that kind of archetype he could be quite cool i mean the coolest thing about him do that no you can't you can't go from four or three directly into crouch i think that that alone would make him much more uh interesting Mm -hmm. and fun i don't i don't understand why they have never done that um but the thing is is that a, a lot of people complained recently about uh, Leroy and Falcon Ramen calling them um, pay-to-win DLC characters. But new Tekken characters, more often than not, tend to be too strong. I mean, there are some outliers here. I mean, you know, um, I'm trying to think of, like, some weak DLC characters. Like, Negan was just whatever when he first came out. Negan and Noctis weren't great. And Anna out of the bat wasn't too good. They've buffed her a bit. But, but but I mean, thinking back to all the Tekken 7 characters, like Shaheen, uh, 7.0 Shaheen, stupid. 7.0 Claudio, stupid. Kazumi, mega stupid. Um, so it's not just about them being DLC and pay to win. I just think that's how the Tekken balancing team works. They present you uh, with an overpowered character and then, and, and then chip away at them. Though Leroy is obviously the exception. He, he obviously was designed to be a bit a bit dumb overall. Mm, I, I mean, they, they tend. They tend. Sorry, go uh, on. Yeah. Okay, sorry. I think with the Tekken Seven cast, in, like they are. So I think the Tekken Seven cast is the worst cast of newcomers we've had. Um, I think in a long time. And I, I, these, if we're talk, if we talk about characters coming back, I think every single Tekken Seven character is on the chopping block and p- potential to go. Um, I think, barring maybe Claudio, because he has some story relevance, but. <laughs> It's more interesting that, I, now as well, Claudio. I think Claudio in yeah. season three brings something to the table. Yeah, like he's he's but when like all the Tekken Seven characters, they had like the same. They all had the generic tools. You know, they all have hop kicks. They all have downfall ones. Claudio back three. They 
they all have for some reason since Tekken Six, like the only command there is a character web is one plus two. That's one thing I noticed. That's one thing they uh-huh. added. Um, they all kind of just like fit. They there's just like a checklist of things they wanted all Tekken Seven characters to have, and most of them have that. So I feel like they're very they, they are very likely to go. And like yeah, they did come out stupid like Shaheen audio, but then you had like Lucky Chloe, who. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, I don't think every, anyone's really a fan of that character. John Ding played her out of um, necessity when Eddie wasn't around. Um, and who else is new to the game? I, I genuinely can't rem- remember. Katrina, <laughs> Katrina, Katrina isn't there. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Katrina's there. Katrina. Yeah, Katarina. Katrina. Yeah, like she's. No, I don't think. I think she has a high. I mean, Katarina and Gigas have a. I don't think I think a lot of people don't know their story relevance together. Like Gigas is somehow Katarina's dad. Um I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know if it's a thing. Um No, I they need Frisbee Gigas. Like just get rid of him, man. I, I, th- I think I think Katarina and Gigas, both of them are probably going next game. Yeah. I, I don't see any reason to come for them to come back. I would like I would like for Leroy to come back. Just fix I think him. it's a cool design, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a real waste yeah. of potential. And you were saying, Dinah, I think in an earlier podcast, is that there's sort of a ghost of an interesting character there, uh, you know, with, with all the unique stuff he has, like like the cane and then and, and the parry and all yeah. that stuff. But it, it just... I think, I think Claude... Hmm. Go on. Sorry. Uh, I think Claudio... Claudio, Leroy, and actually, even though I don't like her, but her design, Lucky Chloe, are the only ones where you could say these ones might be interesting down the line some, at some point. Everyone else can can just go. Like with regards to the balancing, like yeah, like, it's sort of like 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 Hayward said, characters tend to be either super good, or they tend oh. to be absolute bollocks. Like yeah, yeah. Like, like Lucky Chloe, as opposed to all the rest of the Tekken and Gigas, as opposed to all the rest of the Second Seven cast. They're all either they were all either incredible mm. and incredibly boring. Yeah. They were garbage and also incredibly boring. <laughs> and I think, like in general, in this kind of in this kind of scenario, you should just make them crap. No one was really out there being in Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection. No one was really out there being like, oh, I wish I could play Dragonoff properly, but he's rubbish. Like, no one cared about Dragonoff. <laughs> no one cared about Lily. No one cared about all of these. No one cared about Armor King. Yeah, but that's because yeah, they but were like, rubbish. But like, the people who wanted to play them because they liked how the character looked, they played them. And eventually those characters got fixed up to levels where they were, they were all right. But they that's were trash not, in that game. That's not how you sell a character, though. I, I think... So what I, you're saying I don't is, think it matters. No, it does. It does. Because to me, because DR is, is the perfect example where they brought in those three characters and they were absolute trash and no, you didn't see them. <laughs> and that's not how. That's not how. That's not what you want for your for your brand new characters. Look, here's brand new characters we're working so hard on, and no one no one uses them. I think the the Leroy thing was 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 an extreme case of we just want him pasted everywhere, so let's really mm. buff him. But to me, I think it makes more sense that you pick strong because everyone wants strong characters no one wants weak characters so it makes sense that you release these characters and they're slightly stronger um, and then that gets people's interest and then slowly you chip away because you already have the interest um, versus doing it the other way around if you, if you bring them in and they're rubbish they, they fall off the map straight away so it's almost like wasted effort I, I, th- I, but I think you need to just steadily you just need to steadily like increase the power levels like because you have less of a risk of them bringing them in, and you've just made some easy mode character that just totally outclasses like legacy characters. You've just made like a Kazumi or a Jinpachi, and people are like, "Oh, I'd quite like to play Machine Oh, wait, this character's twenty-five times easier than them." 
So the, you're, you're talking about, and it's also about as good. So you're talking about the, the newer players, whereas I'm talking more about the people that are, are already involved and would potentially pick up these these new these new characters. I, I think once. Uh, the people that want strong characters are more likely going to be the ones that have been playing and now there's a new edition of characters versus the people that have never played before because I think if you've never played um, your go-tos would be someone that you really like aesthetically or someone that you know is really, really good um, in terms of uh, character rankings. Um, so just bringing in someone that's a bit rubbish I just because I just don't think it worked in DR. I just think DR, those characters just... But like, but like those characters all ended up being like, well, most of them like Dragonoff ended up being incredibly popular because people were like, all right, so he's not good, and they just they just power crapped him like as the time went on, and he became a super popular character. Like there was no worry that like the character just jumped in on the tournament scene just like and was just like day one, like just Jim Patchy just walking in there with downfall both punches and just being like, hey guys, I got two moves. There's no need to pay any other machinas now. Here I am. Like, doesn't matter how long you've been playing. If you're entering into a tournament, pick me. Don't pick any of those guys. But that happened like, over time, though. Because, and when I say over time, over Tekken's plural. Because DR came, no one cared about their lives. Six came. I'm not even sure if Dragonov. Actually, yeah. So Dragonov started getting interesting in six. In, in BR, that's when yeah. Dragonov started getting interesting. I'm not sure if I'd said them about Lily. Um, 6.0 was the one where they were like, why don't we make Dragonaws running too long to normal hit? Yeah. Like, yeah. And seems all right now. I, I just think that, thinking of put, putting my developer hat on or my business hat, I think that's how you, I just think that's how you sell a new character. You, you put them in there, you make them sort of stand out um, over everyone else and just chip away at them. Uh, I, I think I think that fully... Well, that's the thing, like... If you go too far with I, that... I think sales come... Sales, Sorry, I was, I was, if you go I too far with that, you get, the, you get the whole. So sorry, go for it. Go for it. Uh, anyway, I was saying. Oh, I was just going to say. Well, I think sales sales come down to uh, where we got too much delay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll just I'll just go first. So um, if you go too far with that mentality, you get the whole Leroy situation, and, and like he he put a real dent in the scene, like for a few months. Mm. Like people were really complaining about him, um, and yeah, he definitely hurt competitive tech and and you know like last week uh was it that uh esports channel um just released a video about how much leroy kind of destroyed the tech and yeah. we met a bunch of podcasts about it and we were all complaining about him and you know he was talking the town for a while in a very negative way so you, you gotta be careful was it was it negative though i mean yes. <laughs> I, no because i I'm, I'm i'm one of those that believe more often than not, there's no such thing as bad publicity unless you've ruined the game. And to me, they didn't ruin the game. They put a character that just dominated. And all the talk was about how dominate, how dominating this character was. And Namco weren't there like, oh, what have we done? They knew what they were doing. It was intentional. And they always had the plan to nerf him. So they, they were willing to take the complaints to gain the screen time. And then now, I don't think people stopped playing Tekken. I remember the knee put out that post of, this is, you know, this is really bad because um, this character's canon and it's different to the guest characters, blah, blah, blah. No one stopped playing Tekken. I don't think it hurt their numbers. I don't think it hurt their brand. People complained, but they still played. And eventually, he got nerfed and it's also back in line now. So I'm not sure if, when we talk about it hurting, people complain, but it doesn't do enough damage to stop people playing. No, I feel like the, the vast majority of actual sales come from huge casuals. 
and like like you said, it's mostly aesthetics in that in that regard. Like people will just pick who they like. They'll just be like, oh yeah, I really like Noctis or Negan or whatever or Leroy. And they'll just respond to like meme clips on Twitter or whatever or any kind of weird thing that they see. Um, but I don't think it actually affects the like the actual sales of the game aren't affected that much. But the like the competitive scene and the level of like sort of discourse around it, like it did become a lot more like negative around like it has become a lot more negative recently. Like I just I just feel like if you introduce new characters, it sort of doesn't matter how good they are because if you look at online lists of how many who's who's playing what, it doesn't look anything like a tier list. Like not really like the the best characters are not getting the most usage. People are not being drawn to like the game to find the best character. Uh, being drawn because they want to mash people to death with uh, kick strings using Korang. <laughs> Line. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I think I think it's fine to just like if you're not sure about characters, particularly if they're boring, which most of them are, just make them weak. Yeah. Bring them weak and then bring them up to speed. They did it with Negan. No one wants Negan to be any better. He's boring as hell. Uh, he's probably too good for how boring he is. Um, like, uh, like no one's out there being like, "Oh yeah, I love me some Negan. Want to see some more Negan? Let's watch some Negan." Like, see, they they did. That's how you do it. You have a boring character. He's rubbish, or he's all right. You make him slightly better. Everyone's happy. But I wouldn't call Negan a successful character, though. I wouldn't say that Namco is smiling, patting themselves on the back for that. that, that that's. That's not a good representation. Yeah, he, he's under like he's he followed your um, your your archetype. I'm not sure if that's if everyone was happy. I was happy about Negan. He he generates positivity. I don't think he's that. No one has to, has to see him that much. I'd rather he wasn't in the game, to be honest. Yeah, obviously everyone But like, what was the aim with Negan? Is it like to bring Walking Dead fans into the game? Or yeah, yeah, because. I think they were doing the, they were very successful with the guest characters um, and they were just reaching out and The Walking Dead was quite popular so let's just bring this let's bring Negan in um, I'm not sure if any of those Walking Dead fans people that are Walking Dead fans are not Tekken fans I'm not sure if they're playing this game because of Negan yeah. I think Walking Dead was on the way out and when you yeah. got Negan as a guest character I, 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 just, I just don't understand the relevance of him Yeah, I, I, like, it's a weird choice for sure yeah, all things to bring. Like, I, I'll never forget watching that Evo and just hearing little pig, little pig, and like, <laughs> I wasn't like excited. And like, yo, I was like, uh, why? Like, it, it just didn't. It just didn't make sense at all. And yeah, sure, he's a character, but he's not particularly good. And like Dinosaur said, he's boring, but he 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 exists now, and he'll be gone next game, and no one. I think I think what he's he's going to become just a fun memory. Like, yeah, remember when Negan was in the game? How stupid was that? And then that's that. Going to be like all the Soul Calibur guest characters, <laughs> like oh, like Yoda and everything. Oh, and yeah. yeah, Yoda. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. But I feel I feel like if they're going to add a Walking Dead character, they should have added, added Daryl, but not 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 him from the Walking Dead, but him him from Death Stranding with his like. Backpack and, and like the embryo attached to him. That would be a that would be a way more fun guest character. Throws your embryo. 
<laughs> yep. Okay. Um, I guess we we have a few more um, Horang topics to, to, to tackle. Uh, one one question here is about comparing Horang and and Bake or Bake. Uh, so Horang saw a bunch of um, Bake moves coming into Tekken Seven. So if you did bring in Bake now, there's a season four Tekken Eight, whatever. Would he be mostly redundant? I don't think so. It's like King and Armor King. I think was and one of the things I really like is although Baek and Haoreng are both Taekwondo characters, Taekwondo characters, um, their styles are very different, mm. and their play because their play styles are very different. There's nothing. I don't think they overlap, and I think there is room. I mean, I, I'm not saying I want Baek back, but I, I do think that there is room. In Tekken for both of them. I, I don't think that they Haring's taking so many of Bake's moves that he makes Bake redundant. Same for Armor King. I mean Armor King and King. Uh King took took even more of Armor King's moves this time round. But when you put them next to each other, they're they're, they're nothing like each other. I, know, I do and, think they'd they'd have to overhaul Bake substantially though, because he would be such an awful character if they just dropped him in as is. Like his tag yeah. two count back. He, he would he would be dead in the water. Uh that's what I was thinking. He I th- I think um the decision I think the decision to bring so there were like clone characters in Tekken I think it made they wanted to cut down the roster for Tekken 7 and it made sense um but I think just bringing back those clone characters was weird like you know they brought back ne- they brought back Anum would have Nina they brought back Armor King where we have King they're all dead I, I feel like you know just I don't see I, I never saw the reason to bring them back obviously they were popular but they were they were basically clones so mm. I think Bayek was the most um, unique. I mean, he's not, he's actually not a clone there. Moveless were very different. Or the only reason they're clonish now is because they've given Wang his stuff. And I, I do think, I guess, if, if the roster does expand, which I hope it doesn't at this point, there's room for him. But I, like, like Haroon said, he'd, he'd, he'd need something. But you're saying he needs something because, not because of how many moves Haring has from him, but he'll need something because you just think his play style wouldn't fit in Tekken 7. Is, is, that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because yeah. kind of, I think, I think Armour King is someone who hasn't translated well to Tekken 7. And I, I feel like Bayek could have that similar problem. I, th- I feel it'd be even worse for Bake. I think Armour King was a relatively solid char- character in the previous situations, whereas Bake is, like, if he can't get to your back with Flamingo Step, he's, he's got nothing. So... Mm. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, I tend to agree with I tend to agree with Rune because like Warang um, has power crept past past Bake. Like, I think in in five and tag basically, Bake is better than him. Uh, and in the games since then, Warang has just gotten better and. Bake has just sort of, they've just sort of shifted him around a bit, but Bake has definitely gotten better. He's gotten lots, lots more stuff. There's sort of no doubt in the later games who is the better character out of the two of them. Mm. And Krang took a big jump in Tekken 7 as well. I think he genuinely, you know, he genuinely did like, there's lots and lots of things that he's got that like really do help out. Might not help him against Steve, but. (laughs) Um, And I think the problem with Bake is that if you made him as good as Krang, like if you if you gave him the buffs he would need to compete in this game, I think he would need a lot just because his his flamingo strings were less airtight than Huang's anyway. There were lots more interrupts to them. Um, it was less rewarding to interrupt. Bait. Like stuff like things like Lars up forward three or Devil Jin up four and all that kind of stuff were already really tough for him. If you add in like power crushes and dragon punches and so on, 
it would get like you'd need to do a lot with him to make him work and that would make people incredibly pissed off because mm. they'd suddenly have another hang on their hands do you think like, because, the um, early early like intermediate players would find themselves getting absolutely rushed the fuck down again and they would be really really upset mm. i was gonna ask do you think um big's uh, flamingo step is still better than Horang's current iteration because Horang's one is really good now compared to how it's, it's gotten. It's definitely there. much better. Mm. Yeah. So you would still that have that over Horang where his flamingo step would just be ludicrous, like getting to your back instantly. But yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not like a. It's just a gimmick, really. Uh, so, so the last game both Horang and Bake were in was Tag Two. What, what was the main differences between between those two characters in terms of playstyle? I think you could, um, I think, because for me, I mean, I, I mean, they're so different. Do you approach the game totally differently? I couldn't, I mean, they both have Flamingo, but you can't use a Flamingo in the same way at all. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't use it in the same way at all. And um, as Dino said, the, the, there's too many interrupting places or places to interrupt the Bayek strings. So I couldn't, you couldn't really string with him either. So I always found Bake a, a very awkward character in, in Tag 2 because I struggled to find where he, where he sat comfortably. I couldn't find a place for him where I feel confident doing this and this is how you play Bake. Because it, it always, I always feel I'd hit a glass ceiling. So mm. It was always too easy to get around some of his stuff. Mm. Yeah, like... So I think one of the main things is that, like... Aaron can go into flamingo pressure and it's very strong, but he needed highs to do it. Almost mm. all of Harang's moves that go into flamingo are a high. Mm. Uh, meaning you, he's always been vulnerable to just like step duck and all this other kind of stuff. With the you know, exception of right, from, right foot forward, down forward four, whatever. They can do it from mids, but when he does it, like I said, it's, it's just less airtight. Mm. Um, meaning he can force guesses, but they're all they're also they're always like really ugly guesses of like he has to just finish. It's a it's a cancelled string where he's vulnerable if he if he does the cancel and you just batter him out of it. Right. The cancel the option for him to finish the cancel is either like a launch punishable low or a launch punishable mid, and can step them both in one direction. So it's like a, every option has considerable risk. Mm. Um, but other than that, yeah, he was... So his, his pressure was very different. It was a lot riskier to, con- to commit to. Like he could... His lows just weren't as strong. Like, his down back 3-3... Three, three, um, like, wasn't, was negative on hit and had to cancel it if you wanted it to be plus so it didn't do damage. And... I mean, this, but he still he would still be incredibly annoying for people to play against because he had like duckable strings. He had a he had a snake edge. He had a magic four, uh, right? Yeah, he had a magic, he had a magic four. four. He had a magic four. Um, and yeah, his, his and in a game with the movement was much better. The lateral movement, his was his was like sta- like his stood out. So and he did yeah. a lot of damage for it. So if he did get to your back, it was I like mean, it was like mm-hmm. a ninety percent combo. So. With yeah. assault. Um, I, mean, I, I liked his. Um, I liked the whole doing um, having access to majority of your moves out of flamingo. I mean, uh, I think we touched on this earlier. Being able to do one two jabs uh, into flamingo, into down forward two, uh, into uh, into a punch parry, 
um, things like that. He had access to um, to those moves, uh, and I think I mean he'll have to continue that for him to be different. It's one of the fears of giving that to Haring and then, and then bringing them so close that it, it totally wipes out uh, Bayek's or totally makes Bayek redundant. And I, I don't think we're there yet. I still think that I mean I mean agree if to put him in we have to do a lot, but I still think he's considerably different now mm. that him and Haring have, have space together. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay, so um, let's move on to the next question. Top five Horang players in the world, do you think? I, th- I think there's there's two. That's like a two prong question because there's like the, the tournament players, the tournament Horang players that travel, and then you have the ones that I think some of them are considerably better than some of the ones that travel, but they're you know they don't travel. They just they maybe just stream. They might go to an event here or there. Um, so I think there's like two answers to that question really it, it depends mm. yeah it, it depends on, on the definition of best um, and it, we move the goalpost when it's hiring because uh, whenever you think of the best if you're talking about who's the best player in Tekken you're talking about the guy that's likely to w- going to win tournaments um, and I think with most characters when you're talking about the best you're talking about if these people were in a tournament who's going to come the highest and with hiring I think people tend to when they say the best I think sometimes we might mean who's the most entertaining to watch. Sure. Mm. And I think like we moved the goalposts for him because he's so rubbish that he's never in like he's never <laughs> up there anyway. So yeah, I think I think there's two parts to that question as well. Um, who they are? Oh wow! Um, I like rest. Yeah. Um, I put rest up there. I mean, speed kicks just because of what he's done. I can't. I mean, I've never seen speed kicks. His harang isn't visually um, pleasing. It's, yeah, there's, there's, there's like, there's like people that, um, that play harang, and and there's eye candy that you're watching. You're like, wow, the, the stuff he's doing with harang is really, um, uh, really specific. But with speed kicks, he's, he was just very solid. Yeah, um, but that, and he was very fast. But that was enough to carry him to the to the highest stage. So I can't I can't take that away from him. So I'd have to put him up there as well. Um, I'll let the rest of you answer the rest. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think Yonorang for sure. Yonorang is up there. If you if you look at his death matches with other Horangs, um, I love mirror matches and and a lot of my a lot of. I give like a lot of weight to, to mirror match results and Yonorang you can just see him like dominating everyone else he plays so. what are you putting are you putting him as I think if he's put in a tournament he's going to do the best or you're thinking he has a, a very pleasing har- a very uh, I, I think nice har- to watch I think if you put him in a round robin with every other top horang we think of he'll come out on top is that is that he's doing well in the mirror match? Therefore, he's the best. Or like, if yeah, you're doing, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, I know. It's um, but but if you're asking me top five players, he's definitely up there. You could argue he's not the best, but that, I, that, I, I agree. I think he's he's one of the best, and mm. people people never let me forget for some reason. Whenever someone compliments me, like you're a good pouring, someone's like not as good as Yonarang though. Like, <laughs> I, like, I, I hear that all the time. Um, so I think if I think if he was to go in the to- a tournament saying he's going to do very well, I think he could make that top five. But I think there there is there's no result for me to pick from to be like yes, he's yeah. Tor- tournament wise, he's not shown 
uh, what he can do. Yeah, like I like I said on the on the top five of the um, you know the people that don't travel as much. I think he's definitely there. Like a hundred percent, he could be he could be best warring. You know, if he went to tournaments, but he he doesn't. For me, best um, is rest, and because it rhymes, it has to be true. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like like if, if we're talking like the tournament travel warrings, like rest and speed kicks, I think Roinichi also goes up there because you know he had a very good tournament result in Peru. I want to say the Masters event it was top three. His um, warring's interesting. Yeah, yeah. And after that, I've run out of people to say <laughs> because like I'd say yeah, honorable mention is. Uh, Hassan Naruto, he he does he does well oh, in Pakistani yeah. tournaments. And yeah, he's, but he's he's, he's he, he. I hate his combos. <laughs> I think I think Dan Ban said he's he's such a boomer warang with his combos. He'll do he'll do something like skyrocket into one two four back four, and you just sit there like, why would you ever do that? <laughs> but he still he still beats people with those yeah, combos. He still wins. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ask him right. Ask him <laughs> <to go> parallels <laughs> like right. like a really really old player that just can't learn new combos. <laughs> So. With Asim, it's a choice, I believe. I think he chooses to do those bad combos. <laughs> I, think, I remember him saying once, like he he was like, well, "Why would you put all this effort learn, to learn combos? You know, just I what I do is I go into practice mode, find the easiest thing I can do, and then I do it." Mm. Um, but then he doesn't do it though. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking but about yeah, old school, talking about old school players, didn't Mad Dog Jen basically write the book on Horang? I think he still streams now yeah. uh, and I don't think he's as good as he was but um, I think he'll always be uh, held or, or revered as one of the original Harrings that put Harring on the map but I mean without once again sounding old I'm even going back to there was a tournament I can't remember there was a guy called he wasn't um King Bong Ming. There was a tournament back in America many, many years ago where um, this guy was, it's another Korean player, forgive me, I forget his name, but he, he was the first hiring I'd seen. And there was a Japanese hiring called Jingu. But uh, this is going way back. And these were some of the pioneers of hiring. Um, but I think around that time, Mad Dog Jin was the most successful because he was going to tournaments and he was winning with hiring. Mm. Uh, and I think that's why, and he was doing it in a stylish way. It wasn't dry stuff that you were watching. You were watching some flashy combos, even had a series of combo videos. So mm-hmm. he'd always be, I think he'd always be held as one of the, uh, the, the pioneers, one of the, the, um, the godfathers of hiring. So I think he gets an honorable mention just because of how much he's done in the past. Like I said, I know, I know he streams now. I, I, I just don't think he plays competitively anymore. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So he, he'd go in that top five of the ones that aren't tournament, but you know, uh, it, it's it's a like th- like there aren't many like people that are traveling with Warren. Um, like me and Haruna, one of five in Europe. I think that you'll that you'll see um, fairly frequently in America. They have like speed kicks and serity, um, running back Eddie, mm-hmm. um, profit to a certain extent, profit no strife. Um, um, in Korea, none of them besides besides rest is in when you'll see. Um, there's Kelthu, but he also plays uh, Lei. But that's who travels. He's good. He doesn't. He doesn't travel. He was. He was like my favorite. When I was first getting to the game, he was like my favorite. Like mm-hmm. number one, my favorite. 
Um, but he he doesn't really travel anymore. I think. I think if you're talking in a top five, I think Alpha has to get an honorable mention simply yeah. because he's. I think he's he's top two in Europe for warrings. I think. Um, Who's Alpha? Least. You mean Starscream Junior? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Starscream Junior has to get has to get an honorable mention. I mean, he beating Speed Kicks in the real match is no small feat. Um, and he's he's been able to he's been able to consistently perform at times. Um, like he he gets a mention. Both you but both you and Harun have, have won like decent tournaments though as well with like strong European or at least UK players. I, I need the monkey suit like, to drive. I mean, Harun needed the monkey suit. Wait a minute. How much how much Anna did you play in that tournament, Harun? Yeah, uh, I played Anna mostly, but I played. Oh yeah, no, get out of here. Harun. <laughs> 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 you played, you beat me in the mirror match because I didn't. I didn't punish back three. Harun was his biggest sin. I didn't. <laughs> Harun, Harun, like this is. One of the things I've respected the most in my life that I've ever seen you do mm. of set traps within traps. We've got a, um, we've got like a series of questions. One of them is like, you know, what's the secret to being a good wearing player? Any fighting game player, you set traps within traps. Because <laughs> ages ago, in this conversation, Harun was like, you know what, guys, I put a lot of value on winning the Huarang Mirror. And then we're like, oh yeah, and what was your biggest tournament win? He was like, oh yeah, that was a one where I beat, I beat Kobe in the, in the Huarang Mirror. <laughs> yes, Haroon, I respect it. You set it up from ages ago. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah, I really think you're on Huarang. We should respect him for being, for winning Huarang Mirrors. Mm. It was all yes, the putting on that, putting on that monkey thing put, and putting off everyone in that tournament. They just couldn't play against me. So. I mean, the thing is, that tournament made, literally made our scene look like a joke. <laughs> Haroon <laughs> won a stacked London tournament in a monkey suit using Anna. <laughs> in what in what universe does that make any sense? Traps food traps in, in <laughs> For me, oh. Haroon, we're one and one in the in the Huarimiran tournament, aren't we? In tournament, yeah, yeah. yeah so. Did you beat me at the District G thing? Yeah. Yeah, so that that, so, that event was horrible, but yeah, I'll, I'll give you it. I, what, was, what, what was wrong with it, Harun? Oh, I just I just left because my ears started bursting from the music in the background. <laughs> <laughs> but um, um, but yeah, I think I think I like I I I don't think I mean, did we mention me and Harun in the top five? Because that, that's the thing as well that when there aren't that many warring players that are traveling to tournaments yeah. and getting results, right? You should be, you should be there. in Europe, possibly, but uh, worldwide, I think the, the, there's a lot of uh, Asian Horangs that are really strong, and we we haven't really played them yet. But yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd I'd get out there, get out there, put yeah. your put your flag somewhere. Um, but the other, oh, uh, the other thing we mentioned, like with the Steve thing, was like and pioneers. And that was like, would be like Jungi J from Korea in Tag 2. Uh, yeah, Mad Dog Jin, he was a pioneer. Um, dude, just frame Skyrocket every time. Um, Mr. <laughs> in Japan. Mr. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil, just tell me, because I asked you this exact question in Tag 2, you uh, and who are the top foreign players, and you mentioned this Japanese player that would purely win by doing down for 2. Mome. Mome. Yeah, Mome. Yeah, he all he did was down for two, and I was, and, and like Haroon was like, "Who should I play like?" Should I? And it was like everyone else would have said like Mad Dog Jim. I was like, "No, play like this guy. All he does is down for two. 
Sick. Don't take advice from Dino. Don't do this. Yeah, no, it's interesting. You mentioned Ezzy, Starscream, Starscream. The, yeah. the pioneer of UK of European whoring. We are all his children. Who's like? I mean, I'm, bear in mind, like, we weren't joking. DR and every early whoring is absolutely horrible, and he won like a major uh, European tournament, beating Tishumon in the finals with some nonsense. Something uh, <laughs> like back when back when Tishumon. Mentition one was young and had reflexes. The person you see nowadays is slow and old, and I'll scream bang them up. So, yeah, that was like, um, no one won anything with that character, like mm. ever until until Ezzy, basically. And that was the that was the modern cowering matchup back then as well. Yeah. Yeah, there's been, I mean, because you mentioned Mr. and all of that, and I'm not sure what, what what's happened to any of them now. I see, I, and we said this earlier, um, the Harrowing's become a lot popular now. Um, but in terms of people doing stuff, tournament seems to be the, 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 the totem pole. It seems to be the benchmark now that people use to measure anything. Um, and I'm not sure if that's always fair, because there are Harrowing's out there that don't go to tournaments, but you could see... Um, mm. from their videos or whatnot, these guys are—they have strong powerings. So mm. I don't think it's necessarily fair to just use um, tournament results. Speaking speaking of older players, I want to I want to ask about uh, Daniel Phoenix and what where he is currently because I, I said earlier he's probably training under a waterfall. I know he's in Europe right now, and he could he could turn up any at any point and upset things. So. Yeah, I think I think Daniel Phoenix moved to Turkey. Um, a few years ago and Daniel Phoenix was to me he was I mean it's good that you mentioned him to me he was one of the better Haorangs I played him in UT there was one UT where everyone and their parents decided to come down we had all the Americans we had all of Venezuela they all came down Um, and we did the mirror and I think that was the very first mirror match Haorang I ever lost to and it wasn't by much but there's there's things that I learned in that in that matchup that I still use now because he was he was really doing um, stuff with Haring that I hadn't even thought about I'm not going to spill the beans you guys learn on your <laughs> but he was he was really doing stuff that was that was quite different um, bringing that, that that Latin spirit with Haring so he has to get a mention as well I think he still plays yeah, um, I played him a while ago I just ran into him randomly in rank so he's he's about um, I just don't know how seriously he's about and then I know there's um, the Epic Stoffers. Uh, he uh, he contacted me recently. He's back to playing as well. So um, there is a, there's a few of them in Europe um, you're doing their thing. But as, as we're saying, there's, there's not that much representation in tournaments. I mean, this COVID things mess everything up. So we'll see what happens after this. That's just like you just have to grind a lot to uh, be like good at this game. It's very like there's just a lot going on in it. Mm. Like, like even if you're you know, strong uh, a few things. It's hard to get any like tournament consistency. Um, but like, if you're like an old school player with legacy skills, like, still going to be hard in this game because there's lots and lots and lots of characters, and they will have weird strengths, and they will have good mix-ups and all this I other feel, kind of stuff. So, yeah. I feel that's my biggest weakness at the moment. As not, I'm not a full-time professional in, in this game, so. I do get caught out by matchups and things just just for my my, 
my lack of dedication. And you're trying to bribe Mario to ban Eliza, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not, I was not involved in any way <laughs> to get Eliza banned. <laughs> no, but yeah. All right, so um, last question or last couple of questions is, for beginner or intermediate players looking to play Horang, what advice would you give them? Um, and conversely, beginner intermediate players playing against Horang, because he's, he's often complained about what advice would you give them, aside from stepping to Horang's stomach. <laughs> That's the only advice I can give. <laughs> um, what advice? So for the players, for people trying to learn Horang, um, I think... I think one of the pain points is knowing what stance you're in because there is little visual clues, um, but I think you can get wound up into the wrong stance and then will be it the wrong move comes out like that. That's, that's really bad. You know, if you're caught in um, left flamingo and, and you want to get out of it uh, and you do, you press the wrong button or you jump into the wrong stance, then you, you know, you could, uh, it can get quite awkward with you trying to understand where you are. So I think they have to learn because I don't want to say what moves lead into what. I think it's easier if you learn visually what stance you're in. Mm. Does, does that make sense? Mm. So you know that this is left flamingo, you know that this is right flamingo, and you know that this is left foot first or this is right foot first. So that even so, as you're doing your moves, you can visually see. Because then when you're starting to do stuff and moves start to transition, you can just use the visual clues to know what you're in. I think that's uh, a lot of people complain. He's got too many stances. I don't know what I'm doing. And I, I think that's where they fall over. So my advice would be learn the visual clues of what stance you're in. So you know what's available from those stances. Mm. Mm. Um, I would say uh, if you're attacking or defending a big thing for for Huarang is uh, just um, start and, and for Tekken in general is you, you, you need to be looking at the risk reward of, of things. So Huarang's got a lot of moves and he's got a lot of things he can do out of Flamingo and in order to choose your defensive options or even your offensive if you've got them on the back foot um, you, you just need to know what you're getting out of it and what you're putting up for it and it's just a, such a big part of Tekken but especially Huarang is like um, if, I, if I do this uh, sweep bang what situation could I be in afterwards? Um, and yeah, that, that, that's, that's one of the most important things when, when you're playing this character, I feel. Hmm. And actually, just off the back of that, I'm not sure if it's still the case, but Harang probably has one of the biggest move lists in the game. Yeah. And I think when you approach that character and you look at that moves list, that is daunting for anyone uh, that's new. You know, you look at that and there's like a hundred moves. Um, and three million transitions. I think, I mean, I don't want to say this on record. Dino's guide sort of makes sense. <laughs> um, but you sort of need a guide. You need a guide to know which moves are the pertinent ones to use because a lot of it is, is filler or a lot of it is combo filler and it's not really stuff that you you need to worry about. So you don't have to go through 200 moves and understand which ones are the best. You, you need uh, a succinct guide of these are the ones that you're supposed to use in these situations. And once you get comfortable with that, um, then you can start understanding uh, either what's combo filler or, or the, the functions of the other stuff, which is not, I mean, it's not much. He just has a lot of filler and, and picking out the, the pertinent moves in that filler uh, 
I think it's best to go to have a go-to guide and not get distracted by the, by the filler. Yeah, that's that's one thing I'd say as well because just he has he has a lot of moves. Some of them just not useful, really. Um, I think. But one thing about him as well, like because his move list is so big, there's still things I discover about him. Um, like you know, his while standing three plus four, um, the leg swing around. Then he has the other version, which is back turned right foot forward four three. Mm. For some reason, back turned right foot forward four three is unparryable. Um, I've done it against Asuka. Asuka can't parry it, but she can <laughs> parry. She can parry while standing three plus four, which is literally the exact same move. Um, and what about crash dash uh, three plus four? Uh, what's crash please? Oh, yeah, that's while standing. Yeah, she can parry the while standing version, but not the back turn version. Which I I I don't know why, but that was that was something I learned. So that, that I believe that's his only move that's sort of non-generic that can be parry because besides like a running three yeah besides like running three i think it's his other unparryable move um yeah. unless like some other character parries the back turn version for some reason but yeah like that, and that's just i think that's just one of those inconsistencies with tekken like it's the exact same move why is the while standing one parryable and the back turn one isn't i'm not sure um but i'm glad it exists because now i have a war game against asuka <laughs> uh, without just getting randomly parried He's got no elbows or knees either. We may, may have just we could have discussed mm. this. The weaknesses actually is you could parry pretty much all of his moves. Mm. Um, you do the instant while running three, and you're fine. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, anything to add to that? So I guess let's talk about if you're a kind of a newer player and you don't know how to deal with Horang. What are some kind of nuggets of advice you can throw out? Step to the side his stomach is on. <laughs> I think um, you mostly just want to like just get really, really comfortable with blocking. Hmm. Like just just like I'm particularly like um uh, guard damage isn't a thing in this game. You hmm. can block if you block eight moves and then you hit him the down four and run away for one like you've won that exchange you've done more damage like a lot of the time people will be giving you the information to beat them if something in a string from harangue looks like a high is like you can almost certainly duck it he has like two real lows to speak of and you will you'll just, you just have to learn when they come but even if you do know when they come you can either low, you know they're down three four and the sweep the right flamingo down four three mm -hmm. you learn if you can block or low parry those you will get more damage than if you like will get more damage than uh they would have got for landing them mm -hmm. i'm not going to tell people to like sidestep and sidestep block or whatever because they're not going to be able to do that mm -hmm. like, uh and uh, yeah, and don't run into like backlash setups. Uh, but yeah, like just just get comfortable with blocking. If you block two two three moves in a row, don't panic. If you can block two three moves in a row, or you get like a small thing in return, good, you're winning. Like you don't need to. The, the main thing which will kill people with against Farang is just freaking out, mm. being like I can't take it anymore, and just cracking under the pressure. But the thing is that the, the pressure is immense. So when if Harang 
gets into his string stuff, you 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 end up feeling I need to press something because I can't take this. So you can't just sit there. Mm. You can't just sit there while Harang's doing his three three four change down three. Like once you get caught in that. I think a lot of players panic and, and you're right. It's, it's in the panic that they press something and that's when they've pressed the wrong thing. Um, so I suppose for my advice against that would be um, block, but you, you, at some point you have to sidestep. But I, I think pressing a button is dangerous, but you have to side. And I don't think you can, you have to know the matchup. You have to know the, the strings or the weak points in the strings. So, you know, where to size it. And eventually the hiring player has to do one of them. They have to do the, the mid, mid high, or they have to do the, the low high that like they will do it. So you have to know, um, uh, or you, you have to be a bit smart in, in when to, uh, either intercept with buttons or when to sidestep to try and get out of that vortex. Cause by the wall, that, that, that's still, I mean, even me now by the wall, when high-ranked players get you in that vortex, it's still a problem to deal with. So that problem never goes away. But out in the open, you've got movement options. So I'd still, I'd say explore the movement options of how you get out of that for mid, um, mid-stage um, evasion. Against the wall, um, your best bet is, is being familiar with the strings and knowing where the high is or where the low is so that you can try and get out of it. I mean, the player can always mix you up, but if you're familiar that after these two kicks, the next one is a high, then yeah. duck it, yeah? Um, try and get out of it that way. I, I agree with pretty much everything you guys have said, uh, but failing that, you can always, uh, if, if you're unable to stop yourself panicking, just pick a character where the panic the panic button is so good against Horang that it's really good. <laughs> um, yeah, or like, uh, or just like, um, I'm, talk I'm thinking of you, Fergus, just pick Asuka and, and do like, a cycle through one of them. <laughs> one of the many panics, back three, can can, sidestep anything, yeah. Sidestep so two, uh, like can can, fun, fun times. So. Uh, follow follow these guys' advice first, but failing that, you can always fall back on, on picking a, a strong, evasive character. Cool, cool. Okay, and I guess um, last question for this uh, Horang podcast is, what uh, buffs and nerfs would you like to see for Horang? And leading on from that, in what general direction would you like to see this character develop in future iterations of Tekken? Up back three, three, fifteen frames. That's that's the only buff I want, please. Um, I will trade. I will trade a liver. Um, I think a liver like a more than one. He died for us. He died so that we could punish um, minus fifteen from range. Yeah, um, and in terms of just like nerfs and finishing, like um, I think the two throw. The don't give us. I don't want that guaranteed back turn four. I want to think for my Oki again. Um, I guess the I guess the the way to fix that is either nerf the recovery on on the throw or make it so his other plasma blades don't hit grounded anymore. Um, I think just just when you're like in just making him better for the future is just like take away more of the brain dead things. You know, if you want to nerf him, nerf backlash recovery slightly so you can duck and launch it easier. Um, and just like, I guess make certain things maybe easier to deal with. Uh, I'm not too sure. Like I, 
like when it comes to down three four it's one of four we've talked about this is so difficult to deal with blah 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 like i block it i barely get punished but like when 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 you say that to me and you play a character like anna I just know you don't know what you're talking about because Anna blocks down three, four, four, crash down four, two. Like there are options. People don't know their options. I think that's a problem. People need to learn their options to deal with certain things. They'd rather complain than learn their option. Um, so I do think may- maybe change certain things, maybe make, you know, it easier to deal with, you know, backlash. Um, but the number one buff are back through three, 15 frames. Thank you. Um, and for nerfs, just the two throw is the one thing that just has to go um, immediately. Yeah, I'll, I'll say for nerfs, um, I think RFS needs an overhaul. I really just like the, the sweet bang RFS back three um, mind game, like mind in the most <laughs> in the most contrived form. Um, it's yeah, it's horrible, and I don't like doing it, and people don't like defending against it. So why why not just take it out? Um, so for for buffs. Uh, Dinosaur's gonna hate me for this, but I, I want—I <laughs> really want the T6 up forward three plus four back. I, I want it to be—I want it to be a safe hit confirmable mid again. Yes, please. <laughs> because yes, please. <laughs> Dino, Dino really hates it whenever I bring this up. But it, yeah, it's true. It's the thing I want most of all. Uh, and maybe lower lower the hitbox a tad so it can hit AOP or something. So yeah. having him in a pro- it's negative on—it's gonna be negative on hit again now. Oh, it was negative. Oh, okay. no, I don't mind that. I, I thought, like, testify Haroon. Preach! <laughs> I, I, agree. I think um, lo- reducing the or lowering the hitbox and make us, I, I liked it as a way of getting in. Um, that was safe. Uh, and when they first made it minus 10, the first two hits, I was like, yeah, it's minus 10. Maybe no one will punish it. Everyone punishes it. Everyone punishes it. Yeah, it, it gels you if you finish it. So you gels. can just mash out your punishing. Yeah, you can just mash out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and and it's such a it's such a hard hit confirm for not much reward. I don't I really don't like <laughs> I don't see why it was made punishable. Uh, Phil Phil's reasoning is that it's an, an ugly move. So <laughs> you know, I mean, you can spruce it up a bit, make it prettier if you want. But I just want it. <laughs> yeah, that, that's my buff. All right, so for me, I think um, uh, for buffs, as I said, I want um, Dragonos down and two. <laughs> um, to be fair, I mean, uh, that, that, that's on the wish list. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, for buffs, I, I want them to do one of the things I, I don't like Tekken in, in Tekken is the generic down forward one. Uh, I mean, I understand what, what the move does, but let him have a generic down forward something else, some down forward kick that does something similar. It doesn't have to be a punch, let it be something um, at least related to Taekwondo. Um, just a simple buff is I want him to be able to use kicks. Just let yeah. him use kicks. I don't know why can't. <laughs> well, like Claudio, Claudio has back three for his thirteen frame mid. It's it's a knee, so something. Like yeah, did you see what I'm saying? So yeah, I mean something like that, um, where it can do the same thing. It just doesn't have to be the generic punch. Yeah. Um, I want him to have some sort of magic for. I I, I would prefer them to give him the nosebleeds because uh, that was unique. But mm. um, failing that, um, I can't. I mean, imagine Magic 4 into forward, forward, four or something like that. Maybe it's too much, and that's why they're reluctant to give it to him. Um, but yeah, as a buff, magic, I want in this to... game, it would just be Magic 4 into Just Frame Skyrocket. If it was Node, if it was Nosebleed, but if it was yeah, yeah. launching version of Magic 4, where yeah. the actually um, is a launcher, then yeah, it'll be Magic 4 into forward, forward, four uh, into, the, into the bean. 
Um, and because I, 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 I enjoy the uphill struggle, I don't like it being too deep, but I enjoy the uphill struggle. So I don't want him to be one of the best in the game that um, is untouchable. I, I like there being that that part where you have to think. So I can agree the the, the back turned throw. Although I don't find it too. I don't find it too bad that the, the two throw that um, you get a guaranteed back turned plasma blade. I mean, you talked about. Uh, was you talked about ways they could change it. They could, uh, as you said, they could either stop the back turned plasma blade hitting on the floor, or they could just push him, uh, you know, make you land slightly out of range so it doesn't hit um, anymore. Um, and in terms of the character direction, I just want them to stop generifying Tekken. I, I just don't think it will happen, but I just want them to bring back Haorang as uh, very similar to what they had before, where there's something more unique about him. If if it's going to be um, uh, guard crushing stuff or, or stuff that really breaks your guard or um, uh, counter hit tools that he can actually use his legs, things like that. I want him to take him in a direction where his legs are actually useful. It's, it's so irritating having to start um, the Taekwondo's offense with jabs. It's not like jabs are good. It's just because that's all you have. I mean, in, in previous seconds, people like Paul had really good jabs. You know, they, they, they had really um, strong jabs. Nina, you know, she had her jabs. Haran's, it's not like that. It's just that's all he has. Like, you know, um, you want to get into to a fence safely, you go and do one, two jabs and hope for the best. So I, I want them, to, I want them to, to get rid of that. He's, he's Taekwondo. Let's make that the focal point and not make it rubbish. So, um, my thoughts were, yeah, like, I still prefer old, still prefer old, old harangue, but this version is much more competitive. So you have to make sure that you like, you don't change him so that he's crap. Also, like I do, I would like them to make sure they focus on making him like interesting. Um, but there's like a few, a few quality of life changes they could do, uh, down on both kicks. Why does this not do... I was talking about this to the Haroon the other day. Why does this not do generic down four anymore? Yeah, I can understand it in tag two, where down and three plus four was a move. It's not a move anymore. Can he just have down both... Yeah, generic four, low man. kick be assigned to down both kicks again? I don't understand. Well, that's, uh, that's the raise drive input, isn't it? Down three plus four. But in yeah. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what oh, I said to Haroon. But his rage drive, though. We didn't think... Yeah, his rage, rage drive. Rage yeah, drive, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, you're yeah. right. And down back three plus four. Yeah, give him some kind of generic. Down back is is unblockable. Yeah, I think every direction has too many moves. Every direction with kicks, more or less, isn't it? So take out down four four. Just take it out and give us down four. I think the reason why it's because that was a decent high crush, and I think they really wanted to. I think they really didn't want him to have a high crush. That was that was any good. So so they got rid of it. And you're right. I think it might be the rage drive thing. When I'm looking at it now, rage drive. yeah, it's the rage drive, isn't it? It's the rage drive. Mm. I'm kind of generic down four. I don't know how they do it. Think about it. Down and four. Get rid, of, get rid of this down. Yeah, four. get rid of down. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. No one. It is just a scrubby legacy move. No one cares about. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the punch parry for flamingo. That's fine. Um. One thing I would change. One thing I would change is I would mess around with his his punches a bit. I think his downfall two should have more high evasion on it, like Paul's. Mm -hmm. I don't think it yes. should. I don't think it should launch a normal hit. It's ugly. 
I'm sorry, because we've lost nosebleed. So what, what should it do then? It shouldn't do anything. It should only launch no. on counter hit. So yeah. it, it hits like exactly like down forward one. Bob's no, it be like Bob's. It's just like Bob's. Oh. Okay, so it just takes them off their feet and not, okay. Yeah. No, 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 shut up. People aren't just going to be playing this character by spamming down forward two anymore. I don't like it. Uh, nah. But, <laughs> shut up. In, uh, in, um... But what's going to happen to his um, 15 frame punishment, though? I'll back to the change forward both punches. I'll change forward both punches to knock down on normal hit, like, um... Heihachi's forward and three does. You can do forward both punches into, like, run up back three. Then, he's still using punches, so he's still a harangue. <laughs> so he's still holding on to the small harangue, but he gets, gets to use a kick at the end of it. So you can be like, oh yeah, this character uses kicks. And also, it's not a generic kicking down forward two anymore. Oh no. What? This guy's an idiot. Hey, wait a minute. I'm, I'm not done with my changes. Oh my uh, god, god. Down forward, down forward four closer on here. As this move so far away, why doesn't the frame advantage exist? Um... Left, left foot forward, down foot forward, should just be closer on here. Doesn't need to do anything special or knock down, just doesn't send them miles away. Mm. Um, RFF back three should still should do nosebleed again. Everyone loves nosebleed. Think of all the fake death combos people did with that, where they did that into Just Frame Skyrocket. <laughs> like, uh. people love fake death combos. <laughs> um, Flamingo sidestep should be back. Everyone loves Flamingo sidestep. It should be as, as good as Beaks was. Um, what else? Oh, down three, four should be reverted to season one. I don't like it. I'm sorry, it's ugly. No, 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 no. Because whoa, it's ugly. It, it might not be that bad. Now. Season one, I think. Um, uh, I think it made it a bit hard for him to compete. Um, maybe now with the other buffs, the other lip service buff that he has, that he has, maybe it's not so. Maybe down three, four is not so bad for it to revert. They should. They should buff the range of the back and forth a lot. Like. Because it's, it's supposed to be his magic four, but it doesn't work. No, no one ever uses it because the range is garbage. Hmm. They should give a significant range buff, buff to back four, left left foot forward, back four. Hmm. That was that's sort of my. Then if you, if you do give this stuff to Horang, he has better movement. He's not doing down forward two all the time because he's got he's got better movement with flamingo step. He's got a high crush. He's got a more defense against punches. Um, he's not doing generic down forward two all the time. Um. And he can hit side. His side, hitting sidestep is slightly more rewarding because once he hits them with down forward four, he gets a decent mix up afterwards. And but he's still like he still probably wouldn't be that great. And he's not as brain dead because you can't you, you never do down three four down four three in open space, which is so ugly and I hate it. Hate it. Mm-hmm. Like in, in season one, you just did down three four and then you did. Right flamingo forward and three because he couldn't do anything else, and it was over. That was great. <laughs> and eventually, they might get tired of of walking into the, the forward and three, and so you would like dance, switch, and do something else or whatever. And eventually, you could build up something from it, but mostly you just had to finish it there. It was great. <laughs> Season one, down three, four. <laughs> I'm glad you're not in charge of him. Um... <laughs> 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 of Haring's character direction. Just the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Alright, guys, um is, is there anything you want to add or, or you know, shout outs or mentions or, or anything like that? 
Oh, no, I'm, on the, I'm, I'm on the Discord now, so um, I'll try and be around more. I want to see what's happening with the the world of Howering. Let's see what you guys are doing. Um, I think everyone's on Steam. I'm, 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 I'm an old man, so I'm still using PS4. Um, me and Haroon have uh, some mirrors every now and again. Um, maybe at some point I'll jump on Steam, hopefully. I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, and then I'll get to uh, get to play some more, some of you guys, see what you... You newbies, you UK pusses out there, I say. <laughs> you whippersnappers. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. I mean, so, yeah. Yeah, we've, we've been discussing it for a long time, actually, but I'd love to do a podcast of, um, you know, um, Starscream and Dino and Ryan and, and, and Cobra and, like, all the old school heads. Just, like, you know, like a big reunion. That would be super, super, super fun. It's too many stories. Too many stories. <laughs> We'll have to arrange that. We'll have to arrange that. Um, so, Dino, Arun, Kwis, Starscream, it's been such a pleasure having you here. Thank you very much for your time. And thank you. Thank you for having me. Cheers yeah. for having us. Yeah. All right. No worries. Yeah, it's been great fun. All right. Take care, guys. Take care. Take care.